It's Thursday, January 26th, 2023, and this is the Talk Film Society podcast. I am your host, Marcelo Pico, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, here with you once again on another episode of Talk Film Society's awards season series. Uh, And here with me, we've been through it, oh gosh, through thick and thin, through this award season, and now on Oscar's Biggest Night, I'm here with Marcus Irving. Hello, Marcus. Yeah, baby, let's do this. It's all led up to this. It's all We're led finally up to this. Here. <laughs> That's right, folks. We're finally here. This is it. We've warned you on previous this episodes that this is going to happen. This is the big episode where we talk about the Oscar nominations, the 95th annual Academy Awards oscar nominations they sure. happen they're finally yeah. here i mean like, th- we we were we were kind of wondering maybe they wouldn't do them this year but th- no they came yeah i was on pins and santa and delivered us a nice big bag full of nominations this year david harbour santa uh, uh delivered us a pounding mm-hmm. and then he gave us these noms so it's it's actually tuesday the 24th that we're recording this and we're going to release this on thursday but I mean, it's it's been it's been about ten hours since the nominations dropped, and on this yeah. episode, yeah, we're gonna talk, we're gonna dig deep into the nominations, okay? The I'm still shell shocked. I know. I, know I was you. just gonna ask. I mean, uh, I'm still reeling. Oh boy, the surprises, the snubs, the flubs, the snubs the, and flubs. Oh my god. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it. Uh, well, we're also, we'll talk about all of it. We're also going. You, you to look. Reveal. You're looking at that runtime right now. You're seeing seven and a half hours, <laughs> and like you know, we'll get to all of it. Uh, or thirty minutes if Marcus taps out, because this is another occasion where Marcus can tap out and just call it. I'm just, just so depressed today. <laughs> it's because uh, it's 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 all those snubs I mean, and when flubs. You, when you when you get that jolt of energy and you're like, oh boy, they're here, and you read through them and you're like, happy, 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 and then and then you start to think later, you're like, well, no, but what about all the flubs? What about all the snubs? And you just this is like and that's all you can think this about. Is like, this is like one p.m. on Christmas Day. You know, you open up your presents right. early in the morning. Uh, David Harbor's Santa Claus dropped him off for you uh, earlier that evening, or I mean, earlier <laughs> that morning. You know. And you're like, oh, I'm glad I got this. Oh, I got this. But then later on, you think, wait a second. I just got snubbed out of a gift I asked for. Why the hell didn't I get this? Yeah, this is a flub. (laughs) You flubbed up my gifts, Mom. (laughs) I didn't ask for flubs, Mom. I asked for gifts. (laughs) But also on this episode, this is important. The Talk Film Society Awards nominations. The 10th annual talk film society awards nominations hot off the presses so, some would say some would say more prestigious than the oscars oh, in some ways we'll see <laughs> it's, it's quite i mean as i was counting up the ballots i mean don't tell anybody but i spent way too much time today on a work day finishing counting uh, uh these ballots because there's um, so many there are so many i mean in 19 categories uh, I had to, you know, go through, make sense of all you freaks voting. Uh, you you spelled Fablemans like ten different ways. That was hard to keep track of. 
um, and and like there's a colon in Top Gun Maverick. Okay, some people forget the colon, and it kind of messes up my mm. Google Sheet when I count mm. them. Anyway, it took a while, but yes, half of half of the got presses. the A above tar. Yeah, you get get the little thing above tar. I'm not even sure what that's called. I spent a long time. Tilda. Um, Tilda Swinton, not nominated this year. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I mean, she would have been nominated. I, I would have put her in Best Actress for Eternal Daughter, but nobody saw that movie. Uh, apparently, more people Never saw. Even heard of it. Apparently, more people saw Two Leslie, which is insane to me. I went out to see the Eternal Never Daughter. Never even heard of it. I went out to see the Eternal Daughter. I was excited. It's 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 in the same series as. Um, Oh God, fuck! I'm such a fan. I forgot the name of the first. Oh, the souvenir. Don't call me Eternal Daughter. And that's the kind of right? quality. Is it one of those? That's the kind of quality you're in for for the next two hours, <laughs> at least two hours, three hours tops. Uh, no, no. I went to my local film uh, uh, theater. No, wait. Let me start that sentence again. <laughs> I went to my local indie film theater. The Austin Film Society. I was pumped. I'm like, I'm here to see the Eternal Daughter, the the spiritual sequel to the Souvenir and the Souvenir Part Two. I'm here for it. Oh. And yet nothing. Tilda gets nothing. She's amazing in that movie, playing two roles, playing a mother and a daughter, uh, uh, a, a sort of like a, 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 like a, a gothic ghost story, um, set in modern day. But no, that gets nothing. That's a big snub. Hey, that's a sneak preview to the snubs later. Eternal Daughter, snubbed. Not not in the Oscar list. But anyway. Well, the- we'll see about that Talk Film Society list, huh? We'll see. About- <laughs> we'll see. You know what? Spoiler alert. Also snubbed. There. Nobody saw that movie. <laughs> God damn it. None. None at all for the Zero Daughter. <laughs> Do, do do that song again. More like the do, do, mere like more like the zero daughter. Do more lyrics to to who, who sang that? Uh, um, Don't call me eternal daughter. Keep going. Nope. <laughs> okay. I, don't know. I know nothing else. Okay, this is gonna be a long one, and I I Pearl Jam? I did not. Yeah, I think it's Pearl Jam. You know what? You're right. It's Pearl Jam. I should have told you this before the recording, Marcus. I teased it uh, one of the last times we talked. Tonight I do have to. I have an out, okay. I have, oh. I, I have to go see Saul in a theater tonight. Oh. Sold out show. Uh, I believe Marcella, it's on thirty five. I don't think there's. I don't think there's anything else you could have told me that I would have been okay with. I'm okay with this. So it's it's five forty four. Well, I'm gonna right go now. watch the fucking Eternal Daughter again. Like, <laughs> shut the hell up. But but Saw, I'm ready for it. Get the hell out of here. It's five forty four right now. We've 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 been saying it's a, gonna be a long show. It might be three hours. We're just starting now. We're we're wasting time when we could be talking about important things. But I'm just warning you. <laughs> I'm warning you, Marcus. I'm warning the listeners. This has an end date. We have to shove everything in in this allotted time in the next. This episode three might hours. be a flub in itself. Yeah, this might be the this might be the eternal flub. At the very end, we'll go, folks. <laughs> we flubbed it. I'm sorry. This, this one's yeah. a stinker. First things first, though. Shut up, Marcus. What do we got? The Oscars. A uh, big picture thoughts. Sorry, no, no, no. That's a bad. That's a bad uh, uh, turn of phrase. Big. That big best picture. No, see, no, yeah, just overall thoughts because we're gonna dive into it later on in the show. We're gonna quickly give our thoughts on the Oscars now. We're going to reveal the talk from Society Awards nominations 
and then we're going to go back into those Oscars. We're going to dig into every category. Maybe not every category because I haven't seen every single thing. I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen a single short uh, costume design. That, 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 that might uh, take up a minute or two. But Marcus, before we do all of that, just big thoughts. Just, 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 just the biggest thoughts you have. Overall thoughts on the Oscar noms today, this morning. Your first reaction. What was your first reaction? Uh, my first reaction. I was I was driving when the nominations were coming out. Um, Much and, like Todd uh, Field when he learned that Kate Blanchett's agent said she wouldn't do Tar. Yeah, ex- I was going about. I was going like ninety five miles per hour uh, in like a fifty five zone. Cars were going all over the place. I was in the middle of the road because so I was on, on my phone. I had it up. Uh, you know, like who who's in best music? Who's in uh, best sound? And uh, and it was all just so exciting. The two categories you're following. You're most excited about. Uh, and, um, and uh, but but by the uh, all that's all that's um, all that's not true. I was driving. But I didn't that's get to see these okay. nominations live. But when I went back and looked at you know, most of them later. Um, I was like, "Hey, good list." I'm not up. I'm not overly upset about anything. I think there are some very worthwhile nominations in here. A good number of them, in fact. And frankly, overall, call me nutty, all you want. I think this is like one of the strongest overall years. They've had in uh, in in a dog's age since I've been, since I've like really paid attention. Like this may be like overall everything encompassed. Incredibly, incredibly good. I, I I'm I'm not upset too hard about much at all. You know what, Marcus? Uh, if they want to call you nutty for saying that, then they can call me nutty too, because I pretty wow. much feel the same way. Uh, I, the only thing I'm sad about, it's, I guess, you know, it was my one hope. I, I mentioned this in the last episode. Yeah. We all uh, know what you're going to say. Yeah. I, I kind of wish that I'm not even going to joke about it. I wished Babylon. I had one Eternal wish. Eternal daughter. <laughs> yes. I wish Eternal daughter had sweeped every category. And I, <laughs> and I just mean, the, the, the presenters came out this morning not to present the nominations, but to present all the awards to Eternal Daughter. That's what I wanted to happen. But no, instead they actually said... Oh, I wanted these- I wanted a sweep of a different kind. I wanted like the end of that one Twin Peaks episode where a guy is sweeping <laughs> sweep, for, sweep for like, 10 minutes. five minutes. <laughs> you know what, Marcus? <laughs> I, you know, here's how I transitioned from that to this. In the past, there have been Best Picture nominees that are not even as good as that one scene in Twin Peaks where a man is sweeping a floor no. for 10 minutes. I mean, no. on, on its own, it's an insane thing to see in, uh, you know, uh, in a TV show. Brilliant, right? Uh, uh, don't Look Up cannot compete with that 10-minute scene of no. a man sweeping a floor. Oscar, uh, best picture I, Oscar nominee, Don't Look I Up. I would watch that 10-minute scene uh, nine times before I watched the 90 minutes of Don't Look Up or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure it was like two and a half hours. Uh, but I, it, I would watch it two and a half times then, <laughs> if that's how that works. But luckily, so and fifteen, hey, I'd watch it fifteen times. 
Thank you. But these nominations here for Best Picture in particular. Okay, sure. My one hope was Babylon sneaks in there. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it did get in a few of the like, below the line, like, you know, uh, nominations. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. But it didn't get into Best Picture. That was my one big hope. It didn't happen. But Ultimate snub. Ultimate flub. My, my, what's the reverse of a hope? Uh, like my, my, my one wish that this didn't happen. Also a hope. <laughs> Just a negative hope. My negative hope was for the whale not to get in best picture. And that happened. My wish came true. So it balanced, it balanced itself out. Like my, my, my one fear was for the whale getting in best picture. It did not happen. My one hope was for Babylon to get in best picture. It didn't happen. That kind of sums up my thoughts. It's pretty much like I, I I'm on it's 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 all good man, it's all good. Uh, the the movies I've seen in the Best Picture race, they're all pretty good. I don't dislike any single one of them. The only one I haven't seen is All Quiet on the rest on the Western Front. I haven't seen All Quiet on the on the Western Front. I can't even say the fucking title of the movie. I've seen one, two, three, four, five, six. I've seen six. How do you six feel? Six out of ten. Which, how do you feel about those six know. overall? I love four of them. Yeah. I think one of them's good. I think the other one, you know, whatever. Not for me. And yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the other four. Yeah. What can I say? What can you say? Oh, plenty more because we have another two and a half hours to do. Um, Please. <laughs> so those were our overall thoughts. Okay. We're going to, hey, don't, folks listening, don't worry. All right. If you want to, you can fast forward like 30 to 40 minutes and then we'll talk more Oscars. But right now we're going to talk about the talk film society awards. Marcus. Yeah. You you always like to talk about things in the way of sandwiches. This is, this is like the lettuce. This is, this is the meat. We we've pulled off all the lettuce and the condiments in the bun and we're just going to go for the meat on its own and then we'll eat the rest of the stuff later. (laughs) Sure. Maybe we have a little bit of ketchup on here. It's now, like I, still there because you can't really get all of it off. I want to put this up front. I want to put this more up front than behind the episode in my mind because hey, voting is open now. You can vote for these nominees uh, over at it's the same link. It's, it has not changed. Talkfilmsociety.com slash TFS awards. Vote. Yeah, and hey, just voting for these is so much easier than nominating them. You don't have to come up with 800 different things and write them all down. You just got to click a button. Honestly, yeah. That was the hardest part. I mean, folks who are going to vote only in the second round in this final ballot, Yeah, you guys are lucky. Like The, 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 the nominees are already there. You don't have to do much Think work of all there. the work you saved yourself. You f- fucking bastard. You should vote in the first ballot, though. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, these nominations you know could what? be better if you if you would have <laughs> hey, been there. I'm not saying that. Marcus is saying that. <laughs> but we'll I, I have not had a chance to look at them. I don't know whether I like oh, them or not. We're about to look at them. Um, I'm totally agnostic on them right now. So okay, again, yeah. I'll, again, I'll say if you want to see the full list and if you want to vote, go to talkfilmsociety.com. Go to talkfilmsociety.com/slash/tfsawards. You can vote. You can look at the list of nominees. You can do whatever you want over there. Just vote. But Marcus, okay, I, I have the list in front of me. I sent you yeah. the list. How yeah. do you feel uh, if we trade off? If I read a category and you read a category, sure. 
Okay. Sure. Right. And we start we start bottom, go to top, right? Yeah. Start bottom, go to top, and then uh, when we get to best picture, we'll just uh, say uh, five each because those are ten. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why don't I go first? All yeah. Right. Why not? All right. right. Well, uh, you're the boss here, right? I, so. I mean, I'm the editor in chief, so I have to make a decision. Uh, yeah. Sometime. Whatever, Marcel. Yeah. Go ahead, please. All right. All yours. Here we go. Here are the nominees. <laughs> Uh, for the 10th annual Talk Film Society Awards. That's right, you voted for the best of 2022. And here are the results. Here are the categories. Here are the nominees. First off, best visual effects. The nominees are Avatar, The Way of Water, Nope, Top Gun Maverick, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Batman. Now, I just realized my biggest mistake here. Uh, I tried to copy edit this before we started recording. I did not alphabetize this particular category. I hope I alphabetized uh, the rest. But hey, good, hey, good, good, good selection, folks. I whatever. mean, <laughs> I'm trying you to can alphabetize in your own head. Uh, whatever. So uh, again, uh, if you want to look at this list, go to talkfilmsociety.com/tf. And we like, uh, and we like. Those are good nominations. We like those good nothing, nominations. <laughs> yeah, not, nothing Best wrong Best visual there. effects, Avatar. Hey, later on we can compare uh, this list to the Oscar list. So let's hey, let's just steamroll this fucking thing. Marcus, no comment, no commentary. We just go through here are the nominations. Exactly. Okay, we're wasting. I got gotcha. you. This category will be the the most time you waste on a single category. You're this category, list. yeah, okay, I get you. <laughs> this ca- okay, this category Best score. We'll waste more time. I, I know. Than I understand. Categories. Shut up. I understand. Best score. Michael Abels for Nope. Carter Burwell for The Banshees of Eden Sheeran. Alexandre Desplat, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Michael Giacchino, The Batman. Justin Hurwitz, Babylon. Excellent. Uh, Again, if you just tuned in, these are the Talk Film Society Awards. (laughs) Nominees. You're just tuning in 20 minutes <laughs> You're in. Just tuning in. Hey, somebody could be. If if somebody's roommate or significant other, if their partner just walks into a room without, you know, asking the partner who's listening to this what it is, this is for you. You're listening <laughs> to the Talk Film Society podcast. You're listening to the Talk Film Society Awards nominations presentation. Happy you're here. The nominees for Best Original Song Ciao, Papa. From Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Natu Natu from RRR. And New Body Rumba from White Noise. Our nominations for Best Production Design. Um, Avatar The Way of Water. Babylon. (laughs) Everything Everywhere All at Once. Glass Onio and the Northmen. Now, Marcelo, what is Glass Onio? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, I. <laughs> you're. Uh, well, this is all going to be in in the episode. Which which document are you looking at, Marcus? Uh, the TFS awards on its own, isolated. Okay. There it is. Knives <laughs> out. Just change it. <laughs> Okay, best production design, Babylon, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Northman, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. <laughs> seamless. This is all going seamless. Now, 
I just realized, Marcus, you're looking at one particular document. I'm looking at another document. I'm going to switch over uh, to look at your document. So just so just we're on the same page. So so far, it's all lined up. So far, it's lined up. Uh, next one. Best cinematographer. Jaron. What? What did you say, Marcus? I said, have fun pronouncing <laughs> these names. Jaron Blatchkey, The Northman. Greg Frazier, The Batman. Kim Jae-yong, Decision to Leave, Claudio Miranda, Top Gun Maverick, and Vo- sorry, God, God damn it, Hoyt Van Hoytema. Nope. There Good we job. Go. Thank you. Best editing, everything, everywhere, all at once. Top Gun Maverick, Decision to Leave. Nope. Babylon. Okay, good. Best documentary. All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, Descendant, Fire of Love, Jackass Forever, Moon Age Daydream. Best International Film, All Quiet on the Western Front. (laughs) All Quiet of the Western Front. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Athena, Decision to Leave, EO, RRR. I'd have fixed it. All quiet on the Western Front. Happy, Marcus? <laughs> All right. Best animated film. Apollo 10 and a half. A, spa- a space age childhood. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Mad God. Marcel the show with shoes on. And turning red. There we go. Best original screenplay. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Banshees of Inishiran. Tar. Nope. The Fablemans. Best Adapted Screenplay. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. 3,000 Years of Longing. Women Talking. And Bones and All. Best Independent Film. After Sun. The Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Mad God, X. <laughs> X. Now for Best Acting Ensemble, the nominees are The Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Nope. Best Supporting Actress, Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Ian Sheeran. Stephanie Sue, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Janelle Monet, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Kiki Palmer, Nope. Kristen Stewart, Crimes of the Future. And now for the nominees for Best Supporting Actor. Here they are. Paul Dano, The Fablemans. Brendan Gleeson, The Banshees of Ian Sheeran. Barry Cogan, the Banshees of Inishirin, Kehu Kwan, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Steven Yun, Nope. Best Actress, Kate Blanchett in Tar, Maya Goth, Pearl, Tong Wei, Decision to Leave, Michelle Williams, The Fablemans, Michelle Yao, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Best Actor, here are your nominees for the Talk Film Society Awards. 
Austin Butler, Elvis, Colin Farrell, the Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser, the Whale, Daniel Kaluuya, Nope, and Gabrielle LaBelle for the Fablemans. Best Director, James Cameron, Avatar The Way of Water, Todd Field, Tar, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Jordan Peele, Nope, Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans. And now, here we go. The best film of the year. The nominees. Switch off. We're switching yes. off. We're one switching each. off one each? Okay. You're, you're a crazy bastard. All right. I'll say the first I'm one. A crazy motherfucker. I'll say the first one, and then we'll continue on from there. Here we go. The nominees for the Talk Film Society Awards. Best film of the year for 2022. Here they are. Avatar, The Way of Water. The Banshees of Ina Sheeran. The Batman. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. The Fablemans. The Menu. Nope. RRR. Tar. Top Gun. Maverick. Wow. There they are, folks. There they are, folks. What, what do you think? List? What do I, what we'll do give I you guys think? a couple seconds. Tell us what do you think. <laughs> oh, I mean, what a, if anything, this is the 10th time I've been doing this. Counting these ballots, uh, being just just an observer, I never vote. I, I I think I mentioned something about maybe voting this year, Marcus. I did not vote. I, I mean, you might have snuck one in there for Tildy, but no. <laughs> yes, I could have just lied. <laughs> Whatever the movie was, I you don't even remember the Eternal Daughter. Okay, I was going to ask you for ten dollars. Could you name the movie? Um, but you said right, ten before. bucks on my no, way. No, you said it. You said it before. I I, I made the bet. I really uh, screwed the pooch on that one. I'm I'm apolitical here. I am supposed to just separate myself from these awards, right? You guys yeah, vote. Me too. For, we have no feelings. Yeah, we have no feeling, no feelings at all. I do not feel sadness, happiness, <laughs> anger, frustration. All I can feel is surprise. That's the only emotion I'm willing to give. Okay, <laughs> I am surprised that the menu showed up in the best film of the year category for the talk that, yeah. society awards. That pops up. That pops up for me too, and it's in nowhere else, is it? Yeah, it it it, uh, it has the honorific of being nominated for best film, yet not being nominated for anything else. I think the only, I think one of the only other films, and we've done this ten times. I say we. I, that means Talk Film Society. In in the ten years that I've been doing the awards, I think one of the only times that this has happened is when Mother. Exclamation point! Got nominated for best film for the TFS awards and didn't get another nomination in any other category. So it's happened before, hmm. but it's surprising that the menu is the one. That's oh, okay. I, I will say, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll say like Ray Fines, you know, was voted on a few times in in, in the best actor category. He could have snuck in there, but didn't. Uh, and that's it. Uh, other than that, um, maybe a supporting actress category. It was close to getting in there, but no. One nomination, best picture. I mean, best film. The menu. Uh, other than that, I mean, it's 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 uh, it's not none of it's like super surprising. I mean, I'm glad. No. Oh well, okay. How about okay? The, the we got a lot of nope in here. I was gonna say uh, we'll, that's, we'll get to the Oscars later. That's but we a got thing. a lot of nope in here compared to the Oscars. So I'm glad you brought that up. The the not the uh, the voting in this uh, round uh, ended um, uh, this past weekend. Um, like the the twenty second, 
So this is all before this morning when the Oscars were announced and not a single nomination went to Nope, which is insane. Well, when, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. But mm. uh, here's here are your stats. Uh, let's see. So Nope has been nominated in 11 categories. No, it's been nominated 11 times uh, for the Talk from Society Award. So it's the most nominated at 11 nominations. Uh-huh. Uh, after that, Everything Everywhere, and then Banshees of Inisherin, and then The Fablemans. But yeah, Nope is the number one uh, movie at the Talk Film Society Awards. And this is before the Oscars. Really, they, they they flubbed it up. They gave nope nothing, and I, I can yeah, say that's this a real flub. Yeah, I I can say this. It's I mean they missed out. The Oscars missed out nominating Kiki Palmer, Hoyt Van Hotema, uh, writing, directing, uh, visual picture, effects, even, visual oh, effects. Uh, it's it says a lot about the Oscars and like how it's still such a struggle for I just say like you know, black filmmakers, black actors. Cause I think in the lead actor race in the Oscars, there were no black nominees. Uh, uh, Brian T. Henry, I think got nominated for best supporting actor. So he got in there, but now, I mean, and, and then like, the, we'll, we'll talk about best actress in that category. That was kind of a mess. Uh, uh, reading about the discourse this morning about that. Having said all that, I'm just, I'll just close that book by saying, I'm glad at least Nope is getting recognition somewhere. Like here in these in these awards, which don't mean anything to anybody, but it means something to me. At least, like people voted and said, "Hey, Nope is a, is is a is a contender for like the uh, best film of the year." Like it should. Something I find interesting is uh, we nominated both Pearl and X this year. Yeah, pretty crazy. We got uh, Maya Goth in there for Pearl, deservedly, and best independent film X. That one surprised me. Very cool. Yeah, that uh, independent category is surprising. Let me scan through it again because, da, 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 da. yeah, I mean, in the independent film category, which the Oscars don't do, which is whatever. Um, After Sun, Banshees, Everything Everywhere, Mad God, that's the one. Mad God came out of nowhere for me. That's I, crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen it. It's wild. I'm glad it's getting recognition somewhere, like these awards. Um, and yeah, that and X. X is great to see in, in, in Best Independent Film. Because like, uh, where else are you going to see X get nominated? And also, same with um, same with Pearl. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, good old uh, Mia Goth got in uh, Best Actress uh, category here. So take that, of course, Oscars. My favorite nomination of the day, I think. Best Documentary, Jackass Forever. Oh, yeah. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. You're in the talk film society discord more than me. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't there a conversation about putting Jackass forever in the documentary category? It it, it wasn't really contentious or anything. It's just somebody brought up the idea. Frankly, I've never even thought about it, but like, yeah, they, they're documentaries. I mean, they're staged and stuff, but like, why aren't they documentaries, really? Because they really are just like a collection of uh, people fucking around on camera. Yeah, they're documentaries. Uh, I never thought about it. I did not nominate it for documentary, I don't think. Yeah. Um, and the people one, came through. Yeah, it's one that, I mean, I we, we didn't even bring it up as a documentary here on this show. And 
I, I'm going to be frank with you. I didn't even consider it a documentary until I saw that discussion in the Discord about it being a documentary. I go, oh, of course, sure. But then look look what happened. The the talk from Society Awards voters put it in Best Documentary. You guys are smarter than us. Yeah. Uh, you put a fast one on me because I had no idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, let me see. Everything else, everything everywhere. Um I'm glad there's a decision to leave Noms here. Uh, what else? I mean, it's 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 all good. I, I, I mean, Kristen Stewart is a little su- bit surprising. <laughs> Kristen Stewart, that's good. We got Crimes of the Future, of the future. in there. Yeah. That's too. There's some recognition somewhere. Yeah, so that's good. Um, but yeah, okay, so here's the thing. Again, talkfilmsociety.com slash TFS Awards. Look at the whole list. Vote. Marcus, I think it's time we dig into the Oscar nominations, okay? Now, yeah. we can still talk about the Talk Film Society Awards, but I want to get into the Oscars. Let's just dig into the Oscars, okay? So, Marcus, do you have the Oscars nominations I up? Feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm seated at a, at a table in, in the menu, <laughs> and I'm about That's- to be served uh, the other condiments from the meat sandwich. <laughs> You're like uh, at, the, you know. Hey, do you think this this could have happened, Marcus? Do you think that uh, we tipped the scales because we gave the menu, the Talk Film Society seal of approval? Do you think that's what happened? I think I, th- I think it's us. I really yeah. do. You know what? It's yeah. not. It's not because it just got added to HBO and people were able to get <laughs> in like a surge of votes like after watching it. The most recent movie, the most recent good movie they watched, they just went, "Oh, that's pretty good." <laughs> I'm not. Hey, listen. I think the menu is good. I gave it a thumbs up. No, I, I, we think I think it's, it's great that it's in there for the record. I think it's. I I'm think not, I, I'm not saying bad thing about it. Me neither. It's just so unexpected to me. I go. Oh, I, I had a count twice. I'm like, wait, the menu's getting in here. Okay. At least, at least we can say that we have RRR. We have Duh. the menu. <laughs> Duh. We have <laughs> the Batman. Um, and then yeah, then everything else is the same as the Oscars. Uh, okay, but let's let's get to the Oscars. Okay, so Marcus, talk about what you forced me to do last night. Oh yeah, we're gonna go to that. So I um, I was laying in bed. It was uh, late at night, but it, it wasn't like it wasn't like super late or anything. And I just had this. Sometimes when you're just laying there uh, in the world, you feel like the the world is flowing all around you, but you're not doing anything, and you just you just. Uh, but you capture some of that energy from the, the rest of the world <laughs> and it gets funneled into your head and formulates itself as an idea. Yeah, man. Right? I feel like all my particles just explode all at the same time, man. I know. I know, bro. And I just was like, dude, where's my car? I got the dude. Where is my car? Dude. I got the best. <laughs> you first you say, dude, where's my be- car? <laughs> I've got the best idea ever, bro. I yeah. am going to ask Marcelo to uh, quickly jot down uh, what his t- ten because on, on all of our previous episodes we've been doing uh, like our picks for like who we think will win the category or whatever. But I thought we'd go a little bit step further for best picture at the Oscars this year. I said let's uh, let's uh, each individually make our our guesses for what we think the ten movies are going to be. Yeah. And Marcus explicitly told me 
He goes, Marcelo, do not use Gold Derby. Because okay. Marcelo keeps telling me that's how he cheats. That's how I cheat. Marcus. This is the, how I win, he says. Marcus, as the host of this show, you've been listening. Because I say it every episode when, when we play the Gold Derby game. Which we're not going to do this week. And I think the Gold Derby, ga- the Gold Derby game is dead. Because I think there's no use for it anymore. Now, 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 now nah. that we know all the nominations. Uh, uh, See that you next Gold year, Derby Gold game, Derby. So uh, maybe I'll find a use for you next episode. But for right now, Gold Derby is dead. Okay, we know the nominees. We have no use for you now. Gold Derby. But I, I could not use Gold Derby because Marcus knows that I use that for every Oscar pool. Uh, um, I, 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 I'm in, and I usually win those Oscar pools. And I, 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 have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that Oscar voters, I think they go to Gold Derby and just go, I don't know what the fuck to vote for. I'm just going to say what Gold Derby says. Um, so Marcus is smart. So I didn't do that. I did just Google some randos uh, uh, prediction uh, uh, page, like his picks, and I go, oh, "This guy doesn't know what he's talking about." So then I look at my own list, and I, hey, sh- should I go first or should you go first, Marcus? Because we, we we both did, did this. You went first on naming the thing. I want to go first here. I'll go first yeah. here, Marcus. You go first. I did. I I did all right. I didn't do great. I did all right. Okay, so my 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 thoughts. I said after sun. That didn't happen. Um, I said Avatar two or the Way of Water. That happened. That happened. So There's one point for me. Uh, Banshees point, of Venus Sheeran. Double points. That's two, two points. points, Marcus. I'm two in track. a row. Uh, Elvis. There we go. There's another one. It's three. Chalk one it's up for Marcus. Trick. Three. Um, the turkey. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I chose that. Four. What do you think of that? Uh, the Fablemans. I chose that. Five. You got five, man. You're doing great. Five. Five out of six so far. But here's where I fall off. I fall off. I I I took a swing. I took a big swing here with Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Fuck. That is, Marcus. I I wasn't even so bold as to put that. That's a huge swing. I, I thought it was a swing. I knew it was a swing. Um, I, I but, commend uh, you for that swing. That's a that's a brave swing. But ultimately, uh, I ended up swinging the bat around in so you many hit- circles and uh, making myself dizzy and throwing up. And you hit your balls. So, and I hit myself in the balls. Uh, and, uh, okay, but I did guess Tar correctly. Okay, good. I did guess Top Gun Maverick correctly. Good job. And I did guess Women Talking. Women, Correctly. women talk. Women, oh, women talk. Sh- women are talking I, about women talking. I'll say I uh, all quiet on the Western Front never crossed my mind. I, I, if I would have thought about it, like I, there's a chance I could have put it in there, but like I, I never thought about it at all. Triangle of Sadness. I was this fucking close, dude. I was so close, and I went with Pinocchio. I got to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. I got Seven. eight of them. Oh, wait. which one was the eight? Hold on, let's let's um, hold on. Avatar, let's... the band, Avatar, Banshees, Elvis, everything, Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Women Talking. That's eight. And what were your three that didn't make it in, or two that didn't make it in? Two. I said uh, After Sun and Pinocchio. That's right. Okay, we're on the same page. Okay, so your your two were After Sun and Pinocchio. Gotcha. Eighty percent. I got a, I got a, I got a B minus. Yeah, got a B minus. Um, okay, now my ten. I yeah. was kind of w- with you on like 
I, I'm sure you. I'm sure you were like, okay, some of these are locks, and I got the locks. Okay, we all got yeah. the locks. I got everything everywhere. I got the Fablemans. I got Tar. I got Banshees. Those are for sure the locks. And then yeah, of course I'm like, Avatar, gotta be in there. Top Gun, gotta be in there. Uh, I'm up to six. Elvis, baby. He's the king. He's in there. Ooh, baby. Ooh, that's baby. That's what he did. Uh, so that's seven. Uh, women talking. I I, I knew. You got that one? Yeah, I got that one. I I, I put in women talking. So I, I felt that that was, I was going to I be. Could get that one up on you. Yeah. I, no. I, hey, good try, Marcus. But I had a feeling it had like the the run of okay, screenplay, possible director. Uh, which it didn't get, which kind of sucks. Um, actress, uh, although I uh, we have to double check. Did did it get nominated for best supporting actress? No, it got no, no is, actress nominations, which is, insane. Which is See, so weird. It's like, but that's like what that movie is. But like, that's kind of what that type of movie is designed for. This this was my rationale putting in the in the ten. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna get all of these, but at least it got like screenplay and best picture. So anyway, so that's eight. Final two. Yes, Marcus, I did have a feeling All Quiet on the Western Front was going to get in there. Damn it, I didn't even think of the movie. It's uh, it, it, Hey, it wasn't until last week that apparently it was like, it, uh, not apparently, it was the top uh, uh, contender, the, 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 mo- the one movie with the most nominations at the BAFTAs, which kind of shocked everybody. Uh, and a little fact I read was like, yeah, the BAFTAs, uh, their voting body, a lot of it is uh, uh, crosses over with the Academy. So I'm like, okay, here comes All Quiet in the Western Front. But could he, did he get Triangle of Sadness? That's the ultimate question here. Because he's at a 9 out of 10, folks. That's a 9 out of 10, folks. So, okay, my number 10. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to give you the list of 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 what I because that's the thing, Marcus. This this tenth slot is what I really just really tr- tried to figure out. Okay, I wrote down five movies that it could have been. Okay. Okay. So here's what I wrote down for the tenth slot. I wrote down the whale, after sun, R R R, triangle of sadness, and Babylon. I wrote down those five. Did he go with his heart? Did he what go, did with, I go his with What did I go with, Marcus? Did he go with his heart? Did he go with what he wanted to see? Marcus. So we all know what he wanted to see. Take a guess. Do, do you think I went with uh, Do you think I went with my heart or my head here? Marcelo, you're not a you're not you're not a guy with a lot of heart. <laughs> I think you uh you're you're a thinking man. You you went you went for the win. You went for my throat. No, Marcus, I have a heart. I went with Babylon. Oh, I, a heart of gold. My, Marcella has a heart of gold. I've always said that. And I, I'm not wrong, though. Like Babylon did get a few uh, nominations. Uh, they did which, say that on yeah. the on the uh, on the telecast. They said, "Oh, Babylon almost made it in." It almost made it in, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> at the very end of the presentation, uh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Allison Williams was like, "Oh, tough luck, Babylon. Almost got there." <laughs> Maybe next year. Maybe next year, Babylon. But that was my rationale. I'm like, okay, it's going to get those nominations. It'll probably get 
lead actress, maybe with Margot Robbie. Who knows? But nope, nope. It Triangle of Sadness, which it surprised me a little that Triangle of Sadness got into Best Picture because I frankly I I liked it a lot. I had a good time watching it back in September at Fantastic Fest. But I just kind of feel like the award season just forgot about Triangle of Sadness. But I'm wrong. It definitely remembered. And that's, they remembered. I believe that was, I think we can say that was the 10th slot pick. That, that was part of my rationale for not picking it. I was like, does this still have the heat? Yeah. And I that's, ultimately went with no, and I was wrong. We're always talking about the heat. So, we're talking about the juice. I don't know juice. about you. you. You sounded like you were pretty confident about it. I thought Avatar was on the on the on the iffy side. I, I I was not so confident when I picked Avatar. I do understand that rationale, but I don't know. Again, it's I'm thinking of it mathematically because again, I I could I could have said the same thing about Babylon if it got in. Your brain's a computer. <laughs> I mean, it's Avatar has that heat uh, that Top Gun Maverick has. It's gonna get the the visual effects. It's gonna get the the sound, the, the whatever production design, and then yeah, it's one of the biggest movies of the year. Uh, so why not put it in put it in there uh, next well, to Top Gun Maverick? But hey, Babylon failed at the box office. So whatever. Yeah, what what do I know? That's true. Didn't make enough money, bitch. Get back to the drawing board, Chazelle. Oh God, I hate you. First off. <laughs> And the Academy voters for not recognizing a great movie. Uh, okay, so thanks, Marcus. That was a fun game. Uh, I win yet again. Yeah. I got 9 out of 10. You did. You beat me. You beat me yeah. fair and square. Now, you didn't blow me out of the water, the no. way of water, but you did You did beat me. But, hey, but 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 get this, man. You got 8 out of 10. Dig this. That's, <laughs> dig this, bro. You got 8 <laughs> out of 10. That's that's great. Like I Hey, I, I was close to just... Like saying fuck it and putting the whale in there. Uh, after sun, after sun. I, I will say, I'll say this before we get into it. I'm sure I'm on record on this podcast saying, you know what, Pumas Cal, he's gonna get in there in the best actor race. And I was right. That's one thing I, I got from this morning. I was right on one thing. Do you not agree, Marcus? That you were right about Pumas Cal <laughs> getting nominated. Yeah. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but do you do you remember that conversation? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, how should we tackle this? Uh, the Oscar. How do we tackle this? Do, do, we, do tackle? we, do we, do we, while we're here, do we talk about best picture or do we go back down the line? We go back to the bottom again. Uh, let's go back down the line and then we'll come up to best picture again. All right. Okay. So can we just, can we just say, can we just say, I could not, I don't give two shits about the short categories. <laughs> Which hey, and I cannot okay. comment on them. And, oh, look, that's no that's no uh, degradation to them. They deserve to be there. I'm glad there are awards that exist. It's cool that they get you can win an Oscar for making some dumb five minute animated feature <laughs> film called My Year of Dicks. An ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. So you're like that sounds cool. I would watch those probably, but I won't. These are just total crapshoots for me. I always just pick the one that I'm like, that sounds right. Like that, that sounds like the one they're yeah. going to award. I, 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 I tend to think like, what, what do the Academy voter, are they really going to sit down and watch all of these shorts 
or are they just going to pick either the one they've heard about or the one with the best name? That's kind of how I think about it. And I'm usually right, honestly. Now, I go with like best name. I, I'm going to provide the counterpoint to Marcus's uh, point. Okay. This show is fair and balanced. I've always said this. <laughs> now, I have made a concentrated effort to watch the shorts. I've tried, is what I'm trying to say. Last year, I did go to... The, they do it theatrically. They they have the short film yeah. packages, right? They have the, th- the I think three be of cool, them. But I've never done it. They have the best animated short film package, the best live action short film package, and the best documentary short film package. I went to two out of the three last year. I did not go to the documentary short package because apparently that was three hours long. So I couldn't find time to f- see five shorts that were going to total three hours uh, uh, when, when I was playing in theaters. But, hey, uh, some of them were a little too not my bag. Uh, Avant-garde. A little bit off the wall, right? And my twisted. And, and, and my pick for each category after I saw all the films, all the short films, my picks did not win. So I really don't know what the Academy looks for. Maybe you're right, Marcus. Maybe the Academy is like, what's the one that has the best name? Okay. <laughs> this one has the word dicks in it. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to vote for that. But no. So, hey. But, I'm not. But here's hey, what we're doing. I don't want to disparage. Just, I don't want to disparage. I'll just hey, shut hey, the hey. hell up. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll just sign off the call and then Marcella, you can just do the rest of this. <laughs> How about that? Marcus, can I have the floor, please? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Now that you've asked politely, yes. Okay. Good. We're being civil here. <laughs> I do not want to disparage. The short film makers, animated live action or documentary. I just think there has to be a way for it to be a more respected field to everybody, including Marcus, including me. But it's just like Marcus said, to me, the crap shoots. Like who's going to win? Uh, again, I'm going to try to see them all. But. Yeah, I, I I cannot comment on these at all because I have not seen any of these. Tell tell me tell me if this sounds disrespectful or not. They can eat shit. I don't know how to watch these movies. Truly, that, I don't, well, and I don't thing. go through the effort. I know they go on onto the into the theaters for like one day, and if you can if you can make it to this one day on this one showtime, hey, you can watch them. See, but that's the thing. They have Marcus. to be more readily available, I think. Now, I think last year, uh, one or two, possibly three of them were on Netflix, but nobody knew that. I didn't know that until I saw it yeah. in the theater, and it's a Netflix before the short uh, uh, started playing. I would go, what? This is a Netflix movie? A, ne- a Netflix short film? Let me pull out my phone and watch it on that. Yeah. So I did in the middle of the theater. Um, everybody was mad at me, but no, you're right. That's 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 an issue with these shorts. It's that they're they're just hard to find. Like, where am I supposed to see them? Like, and again, yeah, the theatrical release of these in those packages, like it it helps, but it doesn't so, help everybody. I mean, no, so here's yeah. here was here's my solution. The Oscars, they take the cut, they they take the hit, they pay these people licensing fees. 
to upload them all to their YouTube channel. Yeah, I like that idea. That's actually a very good idea, Marcus. Put them on YouTube officially through the Oscars YouTube page and and have the people decide and have, hey, I'm sure it'll hey, be a lot decide. easier. Yeah, I mean, have the people decide on their own if they're good or not. Have the people actually see them. But then, like, have Oscar voters. I, I actually don't know how Oscar voters get a chance to see them. Do they get set screeners? Do they have online access to them? I don't know. I think I think that's the thing. If more eyes were on these shorts, I think they'd be just a little bit more respected. You, you'd see less confusion about, you know, uh, uh, what they're about or the titles. Do you think – who was it that was doing the announcing this morning? I already forgot. Uh, Riz Ahmed. Yeah, Riz Ahmed. I just saw that one clip do, do, that do you, you retweeted. Think, how about this? How about this? Do you think Riz Ahmed would have laughed at My Year of Dicks if he had seen My Year of Dicks and was just like amazed? Yeah, by exactly. It? He just laughed. Yeah, like he hasn't seen them. He has not seen He's the not short. seen the movie. No, he just has. He this is his first time ever reading it, and it caught him off guard. And I, I have to look this up. And again, it's because I don't know. Hey, I'm going to admit I'm an idiot, but I have heard of my year of dicks before. I think um, either Chris Miller or Lord, what's who? Who are those guys? Chris, Chris, Chris Lord and Philip Mi- Lord Phil, Miller. Phil Lord, <laughs> Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Phil Lord, Lord and Miller. Chris Miller. Um, they they were I think promoting or like they were amping up. They were like getting the word out on year of dicks. And it got on the short list, and they got excited. I, and it got onto the short. And it got on. And it got onto the to the noms list. I'm actually gonna, I'm going to look that up. Year of dicks. Um, but was there, was there anything you wanted to say? Because we can just. I think we've talked about it enough. But I just want to do this. Just. I think we have to do first thought. First thought picks, Marcella. First thought picks. What do you mean first thought picks? Explain yourself. We'll revisit these later. We'll revisit these later after the after they're won. So what you're saying is we're going to choose the winner, what we think is going to win right now. Yep. Okay. I like that idea. All right. So let's do this. Um, I went I went first doing whatever the last first thing we did is. So I guess you can <laughs> go first turn. on saying best documentary short winner. Best documentary short. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, again, this is just like I haven't seen. I haven't seen them. I don't know what they're about. No, no clue. I'm going to go with. The Martha Mitchell effect. I'm going to put an X. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. I'm saying stranger at the gate. Stranger at the gate. Because who could that stranger be? I'm I'm very um, intrigued. intrigued. I'm intrigued by it. Yeah. Stranger at the gate. Uh, Live action shorty. Um, uh, I have to go with my countrymen here. Uh, Give an old Irish goodbye. I'm going to go with, huh, Night Ride. I like that name. Night Ride. Night Ride. Yeah. Sounds like a sounds like a dope video game, I think. Best animated short. I'm going to go with mm, the longest title. An ostrich, to- an, o- an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. That's my vote. That, that, that title is uh, appealing to me as well. And there is a part of me that also wants to say it. Um, I'm going to say The Flying Sailor. The Doesn't flying that sound, sailor. sound so nice? 
That does sound nice. Good job, Marcus. To be a sailor flying. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so those those were like the condiments you don't really care about. Th- those were like uh, sesame seeds on the bun. You just pick them all off. <laughs> so now we can eat, again. Like, we can. I have not we can, seen we can these lick shorts. A pe- I I admire <coughs> these short filmmakers. Uh, Mar- uh, Martin McDonough. His only Oscar is for short film. So there's that. But um, now we can lick like a little bit of mustard off of a pickle here. Oh, hold on. I'm going to do best this. Visual effects. Hold on. Let me do this real quick. Best animated short film, the nominees for the Oscars. The Boy, The Mole, The Flax and the Horse, The Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, My Year of Dicks, and Ostrich Told Me, The World is Fake, and I think I believe it. Live action short films, the the nominees are An Irish Goodbye, Evola, Le Pulpie, Night Ride, The Red Suitcase, Best Documentary Short, The Elephant Whispers, Howl Out, How Do You Measure a Year, The Martha Mitchell Effect, Stranger at the Gate. Those were the nominees. Thanks, folks. Yeah, we should. I guess we should have said them. All right, we're talking about visual effects now. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Top Gun Maverick. Ooh. Uh, I remember this Nice category. cat. Thanks. His name is Gigi. He's on my desk right now. Oh, you're talking about this category. <laughs> hey, Gigi. This category was a little controversial a few weeks ago. When mm. everything, everywhere, all at once wasn't on the short list. Mm. What do you make of that, Marcus? I don't care. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but hey, everything, everywhere got a uh, best visual effects nomination for the Talk Film Society Awards, so that's great. Uh, I mean, it's uh, let's let's go ahead and pick. Uh, I, I I'm gonna say Avatar: The Way of Water. That's gonna win. Oh yeah, there's no there's no way in hell anything else wins. Um but I mean I just want to say, I mean Top Gun looks insane. Like like unbelievably yeah. good and like you want to talk about like great usage of I, I I truly have no idea what to believe was real and what was not cuz all of it looks so real. Uh and and look, I I love a good war movie. I hope All Quiet on the Western Front gives me some of that uh some of that Hacksaw Ridge type stuff where uh, Andrew Garfield picks up a corpse and runs with it. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to bring that up and, and thank you for bringing it up first, Marcus. <laughs> I still believe that is maybe the most insane thing ever to have happened in a Best Picture nominee where Andrew Garfield picks up a torso of a man <laughs> like and it's as a shield. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's, nothing. it's insane. With one hand, somebody's whole torso. The most unhinged person in the world directs a movie and gets a nomination for it. Uh, but yeah, Avatar has this unlocked. Not even a question. Yeah, no question. We both pick Avatar. Next category. My turn, right? Best sound. All quiet on the Western Front. Avatar The Way of Water. The Batman. Elvis. Top Gun Maverick. Those are the Oscar nominees. What do we think is going to win? I think Top Gun huh. Maverick wins. You think Top Gun Maverick wins? Hmm. All right. I'm going to put an X by your name for that one. I'm going to go. It's a pretty loud movie. You know what? We're doing this on the fly. If I had time to research, I'd look back and think, huh, what other musical films won for best sound, best sound editing, best sound mixing? Good question. Honestly. Good question. That's that's what I would Google right now, but I can't. So I'm just going to go with my gut and say, you know what? Elvis. 
I'm going to say those wow. those Oscar voters, they're going to watch Elvis and they go, the sound, the music of Elvis, it rings so true. The but bright then, lights of Las Vegas. Yeah, Viva Las Vegas is what they'll say. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Uh, but in, 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 all, in all seriousness, maybe Avatar is, is going to sweep these these you know tech categories. But hey, hey the, yeah, that, that's a that's a that's a thought running through my head. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But we're we're kooky guys. We're we're not going, you know, with the flow here. <laughs> yeah, we're kooky guys. Uh, best music original score. Uh, here we go. Uh, Volker Bertelmann, All Quiet on the Western Front. Justin Hurwitz, Babylon. Hey, oh, look, there you go, Marcelo. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, Carter Burwell, The Banshees of Nita Sheeran. Son, uh, Son, Son Lux, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and John Williams, The Fablemans. This seems like think? a great category. Seems like it. Once again, once again, three in a row. I'm like, great. I like it. Ah, <sighs> So I'm happy that my boy, Justin Hurwitz, got nominated for Babylon. Yeah. Uh, happy. Um, although he gave the most awkward speech at the award show that will not be named a few weeks ago, where he won there. Um, but looking at the list, I don't know. I uh, My personal favorite is Babylon, and I kind of want that to win. I have not heard the All Quiet on the Western Front score. I've not seen that movie. You know what? Fuck it. Oscar sometimes just like to do the same thing over and over, so I'm gonna say Babylon wins. I don't I don't know how serious those uh, retirement rumors are. I John Williams, okay, Fablemans. I I, I I I'm not expecting it. Like it feels like something that should be more of a lock in my head, but it, it's not. Um, but yeah, Fablemans. I think. Okay, that's fair. He did make news today. As he he broke his own record of the most nominations for a living person, so hmm. and he's won like twice, I think. Or is that right? I think so. Yeah, not that many, considering he's been nominated like what fifty yeah. times or something. Yeah. Oh, and just to compare the Talk Film Society Awards to this, um, I mean, Michael Abels got nominated for Nope for the Talk Film Society Awards. So did uh, Michael Giacchino for the Batman. Uh, and Alexander Desplat for Pinocchio. So those snuck in there. Um, we've I've talked about it before. Uh, I love the Michael Giacchino Batman score. Uh, one of my favorites of last year. And that did not get shortlisted for best score. And that's why it's not nominated for an Oscar. Although, if you ask me, it should have been. That's what, the one thing I can say. What are the say. politics about that? Why Why couldn't it? I don't, I don't think... I... I I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea why it wouldn't be nominated. Because yeah. the Batman snuck into these other uh, categories. Snuck's not a good word. It it earned. You know, what? Like, we've talked about it. Like, best visual effects. Something else. Uh, I forget. They got nominated three times. The Batman. But I'm going to say it again. The score, for me, was the best thing about that movie. It makes no yeah. it makes no sense to me why they wouldn't at least shortlist it and then not nominate it, but to not even shortlist it, kind of I don't uh, I don't get it. Politics aside, maybe hey hey I just came up with a conspiracy theory. Marcus, you want to hear it? Let's go. Okay. The they don't news, like the Italians. 
Uh, maybe. News broke a few weeks ago that Michael Giacchino was going to make his feature film directing debut. Okay? So perhaps... You betrayed us. Yes, because... You left the Legion of Sound. As we know, each category, within the category, uh, composers uh, nominate composers, editors nominate editors, directors nominate the directors, etc., etc. Perhaps the composers saw that Giacchino was making the move to directing, and they go, you know what, this motherfucker... You know what? Fine. You know he has two Oscars already. I think he has two. He, he he at least has one. He has one Oscar already. He doesn't need it anymore. He doesn't need to be nominated anymore. He's a director now. Go screw. So that's my quick <laughs> conspiracy theory. All right. Next. Who's next? Uh, it's your turn. Best right. music original song. Best music original song. Here we go. Are you ready? Because I'm going to expand this table right now so I can see it all. All right. Yeah, I need to. You see all that? All right, I'm gonna here. All right, here we go. Wow, this is a long list. All right, <clears throat> applause from "Tell It Like a Woman." I do not know what that is. Hold my hand from "Top Gun Maverick." Lift me up from "Black Panther: Wakanda Forever." Natu Natu from "RRR," and this is a life from "Everything Everywhere All at Once." Uh, I. Don't believe I've heard of Tell It Like a Woman. I'm going to look it up right now. No but clue. hey, but yeah, yeah. Dion Warren, Warren, sorry, Dion Warren uh, did the music and lyrics for it. Uh, hey, let's get into a snub. You ready for a snub? Snub, snub, flub. What do we got? We got. I'm, snub. I'm looking got over flub. at our list. What do I think your snub is? I'm um, gonna say I'm no no no. Here it is. It's 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 an overall. Ciao, no no no. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Say say that again, Marcus. Ciao, Papa. <laughs> no, not it's not Ciao, Papa, from Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It's an overall snub. Taylor Swift didn't get into the Oscar, oh, and the Swifties are gonna rage. The Swifties are head over heels mad about it. That's the that's the term I mean, phrase. The, the little monsters and the Riri no. stands, they're, yeah. they're, they're all happy. They're celebrating. But the Swifties... They're out on the mm-hmm. streets. The Swifties have their heads in the sand. Now, I need to ask, what did she even do a song for? Like Amsterdam? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Not a bad guess. You know, for all intents and purposes, that would have been the case. But no. She uh, did it for a movie she's not even in. I think she may have produced the movie. I don't know, but she did the song for it. Crawdads. What's that? What's that movie called? Oh, where, where the crawdads where sing. Where the crawdads yeah. sing. I watched that the other day. Blech. Oh, you saw that? I did. Yeah. Blech. Two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. I'm just misery, it, dread. I hate. I hate that fucking type of movie. Yeah. Where the crawdads sing. Truly a bad movie. I'd also give it two thumbs down. I saw that in a theater. Uh, with a friend who does not like movies. He's not my friend anymore. <laughs> well, we still talk. <laughs> but this no, friend, um, uh, not not a big movie person like me, and she was very much of the opinion, was like, we should leave. We should not be here anymore. Uh, <laughs> about halfway through the movie. But hey, sticking to my guns, I'm like, hey, I'm going to stick Shut it up. through. <laughs> I yelled at her, Shut your mouth. 
I need to know where the crawdads sing. Um, no, I we still I, haven't answered the question. I'm still waiting. It's it's 20 minutes left. I gotta find out. No, I stuck it through, and it was terrible. But I'm glad I saw the whole thing because it is truly like off the rails. Why would they do this? Why is yeah. this even a popular thing? Apparently, the book is is very popular. The movie is bad. But I stuck it through. I saw the whole thing. I can I can firmly say not good from beginning to end. So that's where the crawdads sing. Sorry, Swifties. Better luck next year. Um, oh, okay. Who who's gonna win? Not too, not too. That's that's my pick. Yeah, I also say not too, not too. But I want to yeah. say um, I am looking forward to all these performances. Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna be so happy seeing whatever Lady Gaga does uh, and Rihanna. Like that's gonna be so damn cool. Um, and Ryan Coogler, I'm sure he's gonna get up there on stage and just go nuts. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember necessarily the Everything Everywhere All at Once song, but I feel like I remember liking it. David Byrne, oh wow. Yeah, okay. That one, I almost mentioned it when we talked about scores slash songs last episode. But I, I felt like it was such a kind of, not forgettable, but... When I think of that movie, I don't necessarily think of the score or that song at the end, but I think it's still a good song. I have not yeah. really listened. I have not really listened to it, but I'm not surprised that it got in there. Because even in the back of my head, when I was thinking who could be nominated, is, I'm like, oh yeah, everything everywhere did a song. Maybe that'll get in. Maybe I don't does know. it have that type of Talking Heads energy to it? It's very slow. Uh, yeah. it's very David Byrne. Uh, yeah, okay. It's yeah. Uh, it, uh, here. Let me do the imitation of it from from memory. Everything is everything. Everywhere yeah. is everywhere. This is what it is. Sing. Yeah, I'm remembering. I, I'm betting you. I nailed it. I think that's what the song is like. Hundred percent. That's the tone. Give me the Oscar. Um. But yeah, lift me up and hold my hand. Those would be great performances. And Natu Natu is gonna blow the fucking roof off the place. Yeah, the what? Hey, so excited! Another snub and a flub. R R R got one nomination. How about that? Bullshit! Bullshit! Yeah. Bullshit! Got more. Should have got. Uh, the tech, but I also tech category should have got director. Something. I'm mad at India for not submitting it. I yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't capitalize on that for international film. But, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why they whatever. Wouldn't. Whatever, man. Visual, yeah, but visual effects, it really should have got in there for so much more. Yeah. Ah, let's move on. Oscar suck. All right. Best production design. It's your turn. This one's me. Yeah. Best production design, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablemans. Uh, <laughs> I'll say, uh, hey, my, my immediate thoughts. Hey, the the house and the Fablemans. I guess that really caught the production designer's I know. eyes. What the, f- what the <laughs> fuck mean, is the Fablemans? <laughs> I, hey, I love the Fablemans. What, I know. One of the best movies. But they're just fucking houses in California. I know. It's, it's mostly indoors, yeah. I, I guess. I guess the school looked like a school. I guess. <laughs> Okay, all right. The beach, they just went to a beach. They didn't have to dress <laughs> that up. It's like that volleyball net. That's amazing work right there by the production designer. And I, I'm uh, not, hey, yeah. hey, listen. If they pulled it off, sure. But I'm just saying compared to everything else, 
like compared to other potential nominees, uh, I, I I chuckled. I'm like, okay, nice house, I guess. <laughs> I okay. I'm I'm of a few minds here. Lay it on me, bro. Babylon is going to be maximalist. I, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I'm sure they went all out for that, didn't they? They did it. Oh boy, I'll I'll talk about it in a bit. But continue, Marcus. Um, all quiet on the Western Front. Best production design makes sense for a movie like that. I, I, the one that I've seen, Elvis, is incredibly pr- impressive. Uh, and I would pick it, but. I think my pick is going to be I'm going to I'm going to say Babylon actually. Wow, okay. But I I'm I'm 50-50 on it with with Western Front. I I'm not going but I don't I don't think Elvis uh Elvis has kind of a feeling of like uh, uh there are a few moments when I'm thinking back at that movie of like covid times. They had to be indoors in some spots and like yeah, play, yeah everything looks nice but like i don't know nothing i i wouldn't say production design really blows me away there i get that. as weird as it feels to say that i get that i i'll say i i think elvis i think a little bit high live elvis when it comes to production design because of just the 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 maximum the sp- amount of yeah, cuts. The sprawling like las vegas strip or whatever like that shit looks great but. yeah just basically every 30 seconds there's a new scene a new set yeah just you're, you're right you're yeah. absolutely right in that way i think it's it's solid it's a, it's a solid contender um i'm trying to be impartial here because i love babylon and i do think it it if i were voting i'd give it best production design personally so i'm thinking my nearest uh my closest uh, comparison to that that I can think of is Great Gatsby, and I think yeah. that movie looks fucking incredible production design yeah. wise. Um, it's 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 a little bit. I mean, f- for as great as as that is production design wise, Great Gatsby, Babylon just just it's like another level, a little bit yeah. beyond that. Not a little bit. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, it. Speaking beyond of Baz Luhrmann, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a shout out to Baz Luhrmann. <sighs> this is tough. This is tough because I don't. Okay, I don't want to spend too much time on it too. Like I just think, you know what? Uh, all quiet on the Western Front. Wow. Sight unseen. I have this feeling. I'm gonna say, you know what? Right now, all quiet God, on the Western yeah. Front. I feel like okay. I just made a mistake, but I'm not gonna go back on it. Yeah. Too bad. Let's keep going. My turn. <laughs> oh, uh, hold on. Talk Film Society Awards comparison. Um, yeah, let's do that. Best production design. Babylon did get in. Uh, Avatar did get in for Talk Film Society Awards. But what got in instead of the other ones? Everything Everywhere All at Once. The Northman. Glass Onion. I think those are some. I hey, love Glass Onion there. I love that. I uh, We spent about two minutes laughing at the Fableman's production design. They nailed that aesthetic, right? But Glass Onion, yeah. come on. That's another level. That's just like. That, that's one where it's, it's all indoors, but it has so much character. Yeah, it, um, it, it eccentricity. Shows, yeah, that's the word. Uh, uh, eccentricity, just in the mind of this fucking evil tech bro. It's like, what sort of shitty arts, or not shitty? What art would he put in uh, um, his mansion? Apparently, Ed Norton's character in the movie buys these these famous uh, paintings and and uh, puts uh-huh. them 
uh, like backwards or like upside down, like uh, hanging up on his walls. <laughs> it's like that's, that's so funny. Those touches are great, is what I'm saying. So I don't know. You know and what? Academy- the onion itself. The the big glass dome yeah. looks so good, and and it doesn't look like any other any other glass dome you've seen on a building. Exactly, it all feels just so like new. I've never seen anything like this before. Oh, and what the fuck is that like space cube that he has in his room? It, it, it's it's great. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff is great. Um, but the Fablemans had great houses. All right, best makeup and hairstyling. <laughs> makeup and hairstyling, all quiet on the Western Front. The Batman, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, The Whale. All right. Uh, Somebody pointed out on Twitter that three out of these five um, feature fat suits. So that's in this year. That Uh, is true. That is true. Um, So we have to acknowledge that. Um, But let me go first. What do I think is going to win? It's tough. It's tough. I mean, you know what? The Batman. The Batman. I'm going to go with wow. Batman. I, you know, it, it, I think it's because of that remarkable work that, uh, that they put in for the Penguin, for Colin Farrell. Because he just, he just disappears in that. It's, 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 that, to me, is phenomenal. I mean, along with, like, okay, two things that the Batman does great. The score and the makeup. I, said, I think those two work. So I'll, yeah, I'll, give, it, I, I'll give it that edge. Yeah. I'm thinking of Robert Pattinson's Eye Black and how it how it runs. Like, uh, it, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, no, legitimately, I think no, it looks that, incredible. It's I, I laugh because it's such a funny touch because like in in every other Batman yeah. movie, um, like it just there's that scene in Batman Returns when like throughout the course of the movie, Batman Michael Keaton's Batman he has that black uh, uh, makeup on his eyes, right? And then there's a scene where he takes off his mask at the end of the movie, and that black, you know, makeup is disappears like from one frame to another. But what what the <laughs> Batman does bravely, I think, is just leave that shit on and like leave it on his face. Because like, yeah, why why can't the Batman wear makeup? Yeah, and it's all smeared because of course it would be. Yeah, but what's your pick, Marcel? Uh, Marcel, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Um, I do like Elvis here a lot. Um, I think the way they dolled up Austin Butler is. Uh, should not be overlooked. He is so pretty in that movie. He is pretty. Um, uh, and uh, the suit on uh, Tom Hanks, look, looks good. I, I didn't have a problem with it ever. Um, it doesn't totally transform him like Colin Farrell. Like, I literally, I would never, ever, 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 ever guess Colin Farrell is under the Batman thing. Um, but, I mean, obviously it's Tom Hanks. But I think that makes it a little bit more impressive, honestly. Uh, but shit, there, uh, man, Marcella, you sold me on the Batman. Good. Hey, look at that. I believe you. I believe in you. Oh, and here's one thing I want to note just about the category overall. Some years, I think it sucks. They only nominate like three movies in this category for some reason. Yeah. I'm fill it out. Why the fuck not? And wasn't there, maybe I'm wrong, but has it always been best makeup and hairstyling? Or I, I did, were they separate at one were point? They I'm not sure. We'll never know. Let's move on. Um, okay, unanswerable questions. We can't answer it now. We have no time. Marcus, you're up. Yeah, it's my turn. Best costume design. Um, a, fa- a favorite of mine. Uh, Babylon, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, everything, everywhere, all at once. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Have you seen Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris? No. I don't know. Come what that on. Is. That sounds like some Netflix like Mrs. Maisel shit. I don't know what it is. Alright. Uh if you're going to force me to watch Blonde, I'm gonna force you to watch Miss Harris Goes to Paris. I'll do okay. it. Let me uh, write it down. Um because hey, I have to see it too. I haven't seen it either. But I've heard good things oh, about okay. it. Okay. I'm selling you on a movie I haven't seen. Oh, you know what? Now that I'm looking at this, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, that's that's gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. In 1957 London, Mrs. Ada Harris, a widowed cleaning lady, becomes obsessed with one client's Hulkator Dior dress. That Hey, that tagline gets you right in. Um, I, I, think I think it might be on Peacock. I'll look it up. I'm shocked All Quiet didn't get into this. Because again, war movies, I expect them to get into costume design. But it's on whatever. Peacock. Best costume I, design. What are we picking here? What are we doing? Uh, you, you, you say your thoughts first. I don't know if you said much. But. I, I'm very happy that Everything Everywhere got into costume design. I honestly did not think it would get into so many uh, tech categories. Uh, but I'm happy I got into yeah, this it's, one. Yeah, it's the winner of the day, isn't it? It's like 12 or 11. Yeah, um, 11 nominations. I have written down. 11 nominations for Everything Everywhere for the Oscars. Uh, second place, tied at nine, is All Quiet and Banshees. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, okay. Ruth Carter for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I think she won for Black Panther. Um, I think that was her yeah. first time winning. So maybe she'll, uh, maybe people will realize. Oh, she's won before. Maybe we'll pick somebody else. I'm thinking out loud. I'm, maybe they'll just give her. I, the I'm just gonna again. make my pick first. I, I, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, go. Go ahead. Elvis I need more time, Marcus. I'm gonna talk. go for Elvis on this one. You're going Elvis. I think. Okay. Uh, I think the suits are impressive. I think the dresses and stuff, like the how they dressed up whole audiences of people. Yeah, it, 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 the costumery really did blow me away. Um, I'm looking at this Mrs. Harris go to Paris stuff, and like I, I do think it is really pretty. And I am sure Black Panther looks incredible. I, the first one, the costume oh, yeah. design's incredible. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I like Elvis here. If, if I, if I'm gonna say Elvis for anything, I'm gonna say it for this. I'm going to go with everything, everywhere, all at once. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was saying it was a surprise for me that it got in, but I also say. Uh, it, it got there deservedly so, and I think just the fact that maybe you can say it wins the most costume design because, like, yeah, it deals with parallel sure. universes, and the fact that they had to make so many different costumes for every single character in that movie, maybe the Academy will say, "Hey, good job doing all that work. Here's your award." And that work isn't impressive. I, I I think like all those outfits are pretty. Damn good. So, yeah, I go with every. I go with uh, everything everywhere. It's my turn. Cinematography. Best cinematography. Here we go. The Oscars. The ninety fifth annual. <laughs> James Friend, for All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, Darius Condigi, for Bardo: False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. Mandy Walker for Elvis, Roger Deakins for Empire of Light, and Florin Huffmeister for Tar. Oof. What are we thinking? What are we thinking, Marcus? 
Interesting cat. Very interesting cat. What a cat. Now, uh, surprising cat. Iniratu's film, Bardo, Foss Chronicle, yeah. and Fourth of Truce. Uh, I mean, he must have, like, got a monkey paw or something because like now every single movie he makes it has to be nominated at least in one category and this is the one category uh bardo a movie i still refuse to see which i guess i might have to see now uh a a film site on twitter and a film account that has like twelve thousand followers they asked they asked they asked the question what's empire of light um like, Which, uh, if anybody, any regular person can ask that, but well, what it was like slash film or something asked no, that. No, it, it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't slash. I think it was like screen slants. Another name like that. I'm not going to yeah. look it up. But don't don't fucking do that. Anybody don't. I. You know what? I. It goes back to. Uh, actually, hold on. We we might talk about this later too. <laughs> about uh, feigning interest or like feign or feigning ignorance, pretend to be ignorant about certain thing. But this in particular, just to, one, you're a, a prominent site on, uh, you, you have a lot of followers on Twitter, you're apparently a, a prominent film website. You should know and what the Empire is. Let's look at who they're nominating here. Roger Deakins. That's right. Roger Deakins, a two-time one of the, award winner, Academy Award winner. One of the best to ever do it. Und- indisputable how good he is at his job. I mean, Marcus... You know who directed Empire of Light, right? Oh, God. So, I, uh, yeah, uh, I know it so well. <laughs> you know it because we've talked about it several times. We've talked now. about it, yeah, and it's definitely um, <clears throat> and it's definitely the same guy that directed American Beauty, and that's exactly. how I get it back to Sam Mendes! Sam Mendes! Yes. So if Sam and these whoever runs that uh, uh, Twitter account with twelve thousand followers, listen to this podcast and you'll know what Empire. You seen of Light this is. one though? You seen this one? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Empire of Light? Yeah. Have you seen it? Have you seen yeah, it? Have you heard about I did, it? I, I did. <laughs> oh, like they, this is what they're here. They're here. I was talking about. Uh, I'm, I'm asking. I am actually asking. Oh, you you're actually so asking like, if I've seen it. Yes, is it, is it a good looking movie? Like, what's up? Okay, I talked about it last episode. Because uh, somebody brought it up in the uh, Discord picks for best score. Reznor Ross did the score for Empire of Light. Roger Deakins did the cinematography. Um, God, I'm forgetting who stars in it. But those three elements, the star of the movie, the cinematography, the score, all the best things about it. Other than that, unfortunately, kind of a meh movie. But it does look good. It is. It, oh, no. Oh, oh. I mean, oh, uh, Olivia Coleman, by the way, stars in the movie. I think she's very good in it. <clears throat> Roger Deakins shoots the fuck out of this movie. Like, it's the most beautiful looking movie theater in a movie I think I've ever seen. And that's wow. thanks to Roger Deakins. So that alone that's cool. is worth uh, that nomination. But who's going to win? <laughs> I Okay, I'm going to say... Let me go first. Oh, this one's tough. You know what? Oh, boy. This is very hard. This is very tough because it's, okay. This is, this feels like a 20, 20, like a 20% chance uh, of all, of everything we've done so far. This one feels like the most even, (laughs) even split. I got one. Uh, I'm going to go with all quiet on the Western front. 
Marcelo, you son of a bitch. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> okay. Too. We'll both we'll both get it. Okay, we both we'll, got we'll, 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 all quiet we'll western that. front. Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, um, my 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 rationale is there are movies like this, like All Quiet in the Western Front, that come out of nowhere seemingly and sort of pick up nominations and awards and we just have to be happy with it, <laughs> contempt with it. So I think this is what this is a sure. case where um it's definitely like something more fresh than what we've seen. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think through the eyes of an Oscar voter. It's like okay, yeah, Tar I've seen already, Empire of Light, Elvis, uh, Bardo, and but all quiet. It's like maybe something new, something fresh. It's like oh, I'll pick that. It's kind of an it's 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 a it's a it's a unique choice. Maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to rationalize this. Do, do you have any thoughts? I love Tar in this category. I think that's a gorgeous movie. That it, probably my favorite thing about the movie, frankly. Um, is how well it, like, it, it looks, it looks so good. Uh, the, wh- however, they lit the movie perfectly. Um, uh, and obviously I love Elvis in this. Uh, it's just great. You want to talk about that maximalism? Uh, did it get into editing? Have we talked about, we're, have we done editing yet? We haven't done We have not done ed- editing yet. It's coming. Um, it's so coming I won't talk about that. Uh, in terms of, uh, snubs and flubs, I feel like this is a big category. Um, I, I'm surprised no Banshees. I, w- I wish Banshees was in there. That gorgeous yeah. movie. Banshees uh, was in the running for ev- sure. Everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, frankly. As much as I dislike that movie, I'm like, they replicated a lot of different film styles, and I think they did it very well. Another big snub, another big flub, Claudio Miranda for Top Gun. I, I've seen so many, pe- yeah, I've seen so many people saying Top Gun. and Another one. Yeah, dude. Here's another yeah, one. Yeah, dude. You ready for this? What's up? Hoyt Get Van Hoytema for Nope. Ugh, for Nope? Are you fucking kidding me? Did you, did you see Nope? Did you see how good that looked? <laughs> Another one. This one got nominated for uh, the American Society of Cinematographers. They recognized it, but the Academy didn't. Greg Frazier for The Batman. Another snub. Sure. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely Bardo, whatever. Um, Bardo. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying All Quiet. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, and again, this is sight unseen. I could. Uh, this is just my gut feeling right now. Uh, oh, by the way, Talk Film Society Awards comparing this to the Oscars. The ones I just named: no, uh, Nope, Top Gun, The Batman. They're all in the Talk Film Society Awards, uh, along with uh, The Northman, uh, Jaron Blaschke, and uh, Kim Jae Young for Decision to Leave. Which we I have think, no overlapping picks. I was just going to say that there are no, <laughs> five out of five. N- uh, nothing is the same. Uh, Who do you like more? Which list do you like more? I'm uh, put you on the spot. I know I you know. can't say that, but you got to say it. <laughs> I, 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 I'll admit I like the Talk Film Society Awards category a little bit better. Uh, because, so biased. Because, hey, I, I, I love Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> shut up. Shut up, Marcus. I love Top Gun Maverick cinematography, the Nope cinematography there, Decision to Leave, getting some recognition. Uh, the Batman is nicely lit. It's fine. Uh, the Northman getting in there, too. That's that's exciting for me. I love the Northman. That's cool. Very so cool. as much as I love Tar and Elvis, everything else in the Oscar category, cinematography-wise, I haven't seen All Quiet, though, but everything else is like, eh. 
I'm more, I'm more excited about the movies in the talk film society category for cinematography. Anyway, editing. That's me. Uh, Michael E.G. Nielsen for the Banshees of Venus Sheeran. Matt Villa and uh, Jonathan Redmond for Elvis. Paul Rogers, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Monica Willie in Tar, Eddie Hamilton, Top Gun Maverick. I'm not going to overthink this one. I'm going most editing, everything, everywhere, all at once is my pick. Ooh. Even though, look, I would rather see Elvis win that. Banshees, uh, obviously, there's <clears throat> some great editing in there for like comedic timing effect and everything. And uh, look, I guess maybe that's a little bit of... There's your little tiny bit of cinematography of, of, of like how good this movie looks, I guess. Banshees didn't get costume design. Good lord! Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sticking with my pick there. Everything, everywhere, all at once for editing. I I'm going uh, with the same thing, Marcus. I think you're right, but in this case, I think it's it's worthy of the win. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I know you, I know you don't like the movie, but I think we can agree it has a lot of editing in it. It's it's <laughs> yeah, but. Like I said, like the, my rationale is like this category. It's not always best editing. It's most editing. Um, yeah. It's and yeah, that's just how I feel with that movie. Yeah. Um, let's look at the talk film society awards category for best editing. Uh, everything everywhere all at once. Top gun maverick. Uh, those are the same, but then there are differences. Decision, the decision to leave got in there. Nope. Got in there. Babylon got in there. Babylon. I mean, for God's sakes, that's an amazing editorial achievement, I think. Well, I mean, amazing is, is a strong word. I feel like that movie's editing, Babylon's, it's like a miracle that they piece it all together. Because it seems like such... That movie could have been six hours long, you know, and he would have released it. But the fact that they cut it down and it made sense, and then it gets experimental at the end... I don't know. It's my pick for best editing of the year. Uh, so the talk film society awards, I'm not going to say if they, I'm not going to say they did the right job by nominating that for best editing, but I agree. Um, Man, I'm think I'm, th- I'm thinking about this again. Top Gun Maverick, the, the tension that you feel. That's good. Hey, it, uh, uh, that is like the best editing in a, in a blockbuster this year. I think Top Gun Maverick. Shit, yeah. You can change your pick. Part, We're still in this category. Part of me wants to change my pick. The I'm rule change is, my pick just to be different. Okay, just to be different. Yeah. Establish the rule after I've already broken it. So you went with Top Gun Maverick. Eddie mm. Hamilton. All right. Next category. Best documentary feature. It's me. Here are the nominees for the Oscars. The 95th Annual Academy Awards. All That Breathes, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, A House Made of Splinters, Navani, or Naval Knee. First thoughts, uh, I like the names of all of these movies. They're all intriguing sounding. All That Breathes. Uh, take a guess uh, about All That Breathes. What do you think that movie's about? Um, I think that's just about... The human experience. The human um, experience. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and, and the nature and, and all that. Because don't uh, we all breathe, really? All that breathes follows two brothers who run a bird hospital. <laughs> 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 a 
It looks good, though. I want to see it. My pick is all the beauty and the bloodshed. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I think it's going to win. Well, okay. You say that. Okay, hold on. Let me backtrack. Look, there's a chance it doesn't. Like, uh, just, like that, that's, that's the one the I've thing. heard the most about. That doesn't necessarily mean it'll win. That's the and, thing. And, like, the subject matter that movie's dealing with, like, I don't necessarily, like, that doesn't scream it's going to win to me. But That's why I'm going with, I think, the more, I haven't seen the other four. I, ha- I have seen all the beauty and the bloodshed. I think that's amazing. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. But I'm going to go with, like, what I feel is, like, the more populist pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Fire of Love. Um, that's what I think is gonna win at this point. And that one's uh, just about the human experience of falling <laughs> in love. Is that is that your guess? Is is that what you think Fire of Love is? <laughs> yes, I don't know. <laughs> I know a title. That's it. Uh, Fire of Love tells a story of primordial creation and destruction, following two bold explorers as they venture into the unknown. That sounds about right to me. A house made of splinters. I think this one's. I think this one's about the human experience and how uh, sometimes it can feel like uh, it's uh, you're going through you're going through a divorce and uh, and you feel like this house is not my home anymore. A house made of splinters is about children and staff in a special kind of home. An institution for children who have been removed from their homes while waiting court custody decisions. Hey, hey, hey. pretty close. You got it pretty close. And uh, naval, naval knee. I think that's about the New York Navy. (laughs) Naval, and why? Naval knee is a documentary film that revolves around Russian opposition leader Alexei Naval knee. And the events leading up to his poisoning. So you're way off there. But uh, hey, you got uh, the Splinters one, right? All right, let's move on. Oh, uh, talk Film Society Awards documentary uh, nominees. Um, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Jackass Forever. That got into the talk Film Society Awards. Uh, Moon Age Daydream, which I've seen a lot of people say was snubbed. Um, that that got into the TFS awards. Um, what else? I think that's it. I have yeah, not. Our, uh, our nominees win. Uh, ours are better. Yeah, because we have Jackass Forever there. All right. Exactly. Right, and uh, and Moon Age Daydream seems cool. My turn, right? Yeah, go ahead. Best international feature film. The nominees are. Wait, I went last time. You go this time. You're right. It is my turn. Yeah. Um, best international it? feature film. The nominees are. Uh, if you're just if you're just tuning in, we are running down the list of the uh, Oscar uh, nominees. Uh, these are the best international feature film nominees. The 95th annual the, Academy Awards. 95th annual uh, Academy Awards uh, being held in 2023. It's over the, uh, but they are uh, reviewing the 2022 film season. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, I don't have countries here. Uh, Argentina, oh. 1985. Uh, I'm going to guess that's Argentinian. Uh, all quiet. Uh, oh, hold on. I'll, I'll look up the information. You just read the list. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. All quiet on the Western front. Argentina, 1985. Close. EO. And the quiet girl. Ooh. That, any, that any, girl is so quiet. That, uh, any, any thoughts on that? Oh, oh hold on. Uh, the the country. Sorry, Marcus. I asked you a question. That told you to shut up. <laughs> All quiet is like Denmark. What is, what is it? 
Germany. All quiet on the Western Front. Germany. Germany. Argentina, 1985. Spain. No, I'm joking. It's Argentina. Ah, uh, you got it. Uh, close. Belgium. EO. Poland. The Quiet Girl. Ireland. So they went with uh, some English-speaking countries there. Uh, look, it's just simply because it's nominated for so many things, I have to say All Quiet on the Western Front. I don't yeah. know anything else about any of the other movies. Um, of course, I'm rooting for my homeland of Ireland and The Quiet Girl. <laughs> but... <laughs> But if, uh, if yeah. I didn't say it was from Ireland, you would have just not said anything. You were just. I think. I think. I, I, I've read the words EO because I think we also nominated that one. Yes, we did. And uh, the Quiet Girl. I have heard of it. I have not heard of Close or Argentina. Let's go to our list. Uh, we got um, Athena, Decision to Leave, and RRR in there. Our differences, along with EO and All Quiet on the Western Front. I like our list more, even though we're not representing my homeland. But uh, <laughs> we do have RRR in there. And I think R-R-R. that's a spectacular movie. Um, uh, India, you dropped the ball. I don't know why you wouldn't have submitted that for feature film. Um, Weird. They're, they're, first off, their submissions process for feature international feature film is stupid. Uh, each country can submit one movie. Shut up. What's the one movie your entire country made this year that you think is worth us Americans uh, watching? That's such a fucking busted ass system. Um, decision to leave not being in there. That's that's kind of surprising. I don't know if that was uh, is that Japanese. Uh, was that their submission? Korean. Korean. Was that Korea's submission? Yeah, I I'll now. look it up. I'll look up real quick as I tell you my pick of who's going to win. You picked All Quiet on the Western Front. I'm going to go with EO, a movie, yeah. a movie I don't particularly like. I think it's fine, um, but I don't know. I'm just so convinced that Oscar voters are going to look at it and go masterpiece, which a lot of people. <laughs> really have thought after seeing that movie me on the other hand i think it 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 left me wanting more it kind of felt like there was no third act it kind of felt like oh that's it okay uh made me care for a donkey but no it's it's just like banshees yeah you know what the year of the donkey uh the the donkey from eo the donkey from banshees there's another donkey Uh, i think there's a donkey in triangle of sadness actually a lot of donkeys um I do. There's gotta be. There's gotta be some one somewhere and everything, everywhere, all at once. By the way, South Korea's pick was "Decision to Leave" for international film. Okay, well, yeah. that's a that's a surprising snub and flub. Uh, I just want to say really quick. I, I do. I am picking all quiet on the Western Front, but I do. I do have a, a sort of knowledge of these awards where, like, I know just because that one leaked into other categories does not mean that it's going to win best foreign movie like they've like uh i'm trying to think of examples here but like uh drive my car i think yeah like i don't think that one international feature film but it had a few other nominations um uh paris parasite i don't even i don't know if parasite Parasite did win national film it did win. yeah okay that that Uh, but like like pain's labyrinth pain's labyrinth i think wasn't even nominated for internet for foreign film at that time but like it, it had like 
makeup and hairstyling and shit like that. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, I, I just, I realize it's not a lock, but I'm still saying it. Yeah. You're brave. I'm you're brave like those, man. you're like those men on the front. I'm, I'm, I'm as brave the as the troops. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're saying. Next category. It's me. Best animated feature film. Here we go. The Oscars. Live on ABC. Sometime in March. Here are the nominees. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Marceau the Shell with Shoes On. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. The Sea Beast. And Turning Red. I'm I, I gonna am, just I'm tickled pink that Marcel the Shell got in there. I love it. I love Marcel. Uh, I I don't know if you saw this. Uh, maybe you didn't have a chance to, Marcus. Go on my Twitter feed. Uh, I I retweeted a tweet from A24. They shared a video of Jenny Slate doing Marcel the Shell, um, the voice, uh, reacting to the nomination. Uh, to Marcel the that Shell. That is cute. I believe if I listen to this, it will hang up the Skype call. So I'm not going to listen to this now, but I, I like the idea of that. Yeah. Uh, check back in an hour after we're done with this and, and listen to that. Uh, as much as I love that movie, I think it's going to go to Pinocchio. Uh, Guillermo del Toro has been doing a lot of campaigning. That's what it is, folks. It's all about the handshaking. Uh the the the, sp- the speeches man's got his goddamn name in there you're like this is a Guillermo <laughs> del Toro thing I mean but Marcus if, if there's one thing from this past season that you've like heard and it has stuck with you was it something that del Toro said about animation do you remember him saying something about animation no <laughs> what I try to make a point he's been saying uh, all season that animation is not just for kids animation is an art for everybody that's that's been his buzzy uh, phrase all this season and it's gonna lead him all the way to the little man the little golden man he's gonna go from one little man a little wooden man to a little golden man <laughs> uh yeah I just love, uh just uh yeah I, I agree with you Pinocchio is gonna win this one gotta say I like the cat I like the category um I like all these nominations and I like our nominations even more but from everything I've seen from my animation liking friends uh, everybody's all over Puss in Boots everybody loves Pinocchio, Marcel um, I, I have not heard of the Sea Beast but I've heard it's good now that people are talking about it and uh, I thought Turning Red was good, a good Pixar movie, I'm not I, I'm not upset that that Pixar movie got nominated uh, Pinocchio is my pick but we go to Picnicchio and uh, but we go to our list. I like, I like, uh, I like that we have Mad God in there. Uh, I love that. I haven't seen Mad God, but like I just love that it's in there. And we got we got two stop motions in here, and we got a rotoscope, something that uh, the Academy has deemed is not animation, I guess. And well, they, uh, said um, this can't be nominated. I don't know if technically Marcel. No, Marcel's not stop motion, is it? Is it something? It's well, it's stop motion. So Marcel, oh, yeah, Mad God, and Pinocchio all stop motion, right? Wow, good for us. Uh, Apollo ten and a half that got the TFS Awards nomination. Yeah, you're right, Marcus. At one point, they disqualified Marcel the Shell and Apollo ten and a half. The the, the Academy did. The Oscars did. 
saying it's not true animation, but then they came back, uh, Richard Linklater and the makers of Marshall the Show and said, hey, fuck you, we are animation. And then they got back in. I think Apollo 10 and a half did oh, make- I didn't know that that uh, happened with Yeah, Apollo. Yeah, Apollo 10 and a half, I think, did make the shortlist. I'll look it up. I have the page open because I just looked up Decision to Leave was on the shortlist for International Feature Film. So I have what's animated. Uh, is it out here? I have no I have no interest in Apollo 10 and a half. Uh, it, it looks pretty bad to me. But, I mean, I'll say I like Richard Linklater's Scanner Darkly. And if the animation is any sort of akin to that, uh, you know, I bet it looks good. Why Why would you say that? Why Why do you have no interest in it? It looks bad. It looks bad. What does that mean? It sounds it looks bad. bad. I don't like the way it sounds. I, I think it doesn't it doesn't sound like a movie I want to watch. Okay, fair enough. I was also prodding you just now so I could uh, find this page. Yeah, I was right. A ten year old boy in half. 1969 Houston. I don't give a shit. Come on, hold on one second. A Pot and a half was on the short list uh, for the Oscars animated film. Okay, so I wanted to confirm that. So that's confirmed. Turning back to you, my focus is on you now. Marcus, <laughs> I, I realize it looks bad, right? I realize right. it may not be your bag. <sighs> I saw it. As much as I love Linklater, not the hugest fan of this movie, a Pelton and a half, but if you like the animation from A Skinner Darkly, I think you'll appreciate this on that level. And I think the story is interesting enough. It's very much... But- his like boyhood set in the sixties. So that sounds so boring that. though. A scanner darkly is about some like weirdo science fictiony paranoia bullshit. I've seen that movie so many times, like many times it's been years, but like, I, I don't even really know what it's about, <laughs> but it has Keanu Reeves uh, and Woody Harrelson. Like that's so much more interesting to me. You know what? I'm not, I'm not that big of a fan of rotoscoping that I need to see it. You but, know what? I'm going to watch uh, Mad God soon. Uh, maybe even tonight. You know what? Just watch Mad God. That's what I was going to say anyway. Watch Mad God. Mad God is on Shudder. Uh, I, I can't wait till I can see Marcel the Shell. I hope, I hope it becomes... Uh, I think it's still uh, a high price rental or whatever. But Yeah. I'll see it when it gets down in price. Yeah. All right. Next category. Best writing original screenplay. Your turn, Marcus. Martine McDonough, The Menchies of Mina Sheeran, Daniel Kwan, and Daniel Scheinert, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg, and Tony Kushner, he's smoking that kush for The Fablemans, <laughs> Todd Field for Tar, Ruben Ostland for Triangle of Sadness. I like this category. This is a good category. Triangle You hear Sadness. me say that a lot. You've heard me say that a lot. Take a shot every time you hear Marcus say that. I enjoy this category (laughs) i do like this category all these movies are solid all these screenplays are solid one Uh, second this is 100 percent the same field as as what is nominated for director is it now it is the only difference is tony kushner was not the director of fablements interesting so steven spielberg couldn't put down his camera to let his friend tony kushner direct they couldn't direct together Come on, come on, get in here, direct this one scene. Come on. Dude, we get come on, let's, credit. let's let's do let's do a little Sin City uh thing here where you you direct a scene, what? Tony Kushner. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. 
because you remember that story. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, I'm picking Martin McDonough here. Okay. I'm going to go with the Daniels. I'm going to go with good everything pick, everywhere all at once. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. That's a good pick. Speaking of good picks, the TFS awards, uh, everything everywhere, the Banshees, Tar, that's all the same. Fableman's is the same. The only one that doesn't match up, it's the big one, Nope, by Jordan Peele. We nominated it. Oscars chose not to. They chose this fucking guy from. I mean, he's the dark side. He's he's a good he's a good director. I know I don't want to show this guy Ruben Os, Oslo. Uh, where is he from? He's got he's got two palm doors. We can shit all over him. He, he has two. He does have two palm doors, and uh, one of his movies was remade by Will Ferrell. So he he's good. I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's good, man. Like he's that's good, that's man. That's in that like higher echelon. You don't get nobody just gets that shit. You know, two palm doors in a Will Ferrell remake. Yeah, come on, this Holy Swedish God. motherfucker. He's from Sweden, by the way. You Swedish bitch. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Next Go category. Go ahead with your next category, Marcelo. Best adapted screenplay. The nominees are for the Oscars, the 95th annual. All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion and a Knives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun, Maverick. Holy shit! There are a lot of writers on that, and Women Talking. I chose not to what read the f- the. the the writers, five, the screenwriters. Five people on Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I, I think we talked about this when we talked about uh, adapted screenplay. Uh, yeah. Aaron Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, Christopher McQuarrie, with story by Peter Craig and Justin Marks. Those are the credited Tom writers Cruise. for Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, of course, Tom Cruise added so much shit. There's, uh, my pick is Glass Onion. I picked it first. Marcella can't pick it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Sarah Polly. Women talking. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's it's gonna be the one that's more Hollywood friendly. Like, oh, Sarah Polly, she's been around forever. Sure. Uh, sure. N- not and not to belittle her work. I think she. I think Women Talking is a great movie. Uh, and I'm glad I got that Best Picture nomination, so more people can see it. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I mean, she's been an actress. Uh, she's a director. She's a great writer now. So, uh, I, I think it's going to be a well-deserved win. Ryan Johnson, he's been around, uh, but not as prestigious, let's say, as Sarah Polly. So, that's where that's where my heart's going to go. It's going to go with Sarah Polly over Ryan Johnson. He's got some of that genre stink on him still. Some of that Can't Star Wars off. fucking Cheeto dust in his hands that he can't get off. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Our differences for our uh, picks were uh, glass. We had Glass Onion and Women Talking, then we had uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Three Thousand Years of Longing, and my surprise, Bones and All. Uh, that's shocking to me. Well, both, uh, both truly shocking for me. Three Thousand Years of Longing and Bones and All were both shocking entries, uh, nominations in the TFS Awards Adapted Screenplay because I think those were the only nominations that it got. Bones and All and Three Thousand Years of Longing. Yeah, and to put them in screenplay, and not like anywhere else, uh, confusing to up, me. <laughs> you said it, but hey, I'm excited that those got in somehow. I mean, I do like those. I I like Bones and All a lot. I have not seen 
3,000 years of longing again, as I promised to, because the first time I saw it, I wasn't in a good mood. I'll see it again, Marcus, I swear. All right. Yeah, so now we're getting into the biggest cats of all. Big, um, fat cats. The CEOs of the Oscars, one would say. The the BFCs here. Um, uh, yeah, for the Best Supporting Actress, uh, 95th Annual uh, Oscars hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, going to be presented by Troy Kotzer, uh, winner last year of CODA. One would assume. Uh, best Supporting Actor so. last year. Uh, nice moment last year. Wasn't that nice? Yeah. Uh, best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Hong Chow, The Whale, Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Inishirin, Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Stephanie Sue, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Fascinating. What cat. a... What a category, in all honesty. Whoa, this is why I wake up in the morning. This is why I log in every day. This is why (laughs) I breathe. It's the Oscars, live on ABC, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, March 12th, 2023, Um, Sunday night. So, elephants. I guess because I lose my mind. August Osage County, previous Oscar nominee. August Osage County, another Oscar nominee that, that that's deep in my heart. I love it so much. <laughs> okay, I okay. My thoughts on this category before I pick, and I have I have I have a I have a pick. Don't get me wrong, Marcus. I'm not going to fuck around here. I was on the edge of my seat when they were on the fourth name, Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't oh, know what you wanted. Jamie Lee Curtis. What's the fifth one going to be? Marcella. What's the fifth one going to be? And if I had a soul, I would have <laughs> shouted in ecstasy when <laughs> Stephanie Sue's name was was called. One of the most exciting moments of your life, would you say? What at 100%. Uh not even like a top 10, like top 5. It's a top 2. <laughs> So number two, Stephanie Sue's name being announced. Number one, recording a podcast with you, Marcus. That's my number one oh, of all time. Jeez, that's, that's so sweet. I'm gonna go with Angela Bassett. Yeah. Okay. Um, first off, Jamie Lee Curtis in here. That's the one everybody's talking about. I get it. Like, look, Jamie Lee Curtis is fine in the movie. She's fine. This is a career fine. nomination. They do it all the time. This is. Uh, she just wrapped up her most infamous role, Halloween. This is sort of a <laughs> Halloween nomination and just a career like, hey, Jamie Lee Curtis, she's never been nominated for shit. Let's get her something. This is her time. And like, yeah, that's that's what it is. I can't be mad about it. I don't care. Stephanie Sue, very good. I did not expect it. Did not expect it. Very good in that movie. Did not expect it. Um, in some ways, I agree with you, Marcelo. I think Angela Bassett might win, but I'm going with my heart. I'm going with who I want to win here. Carrie Condon. Of course. The Carrie Condon. Of course. Bansions. The Banshins. Yeah. I don't mean that in a patronizing way. Like, of course, Marcus is going to go with a Banshees pick, but... She was, she, was, she was my favorite supporting actress performance of the year. I agree. Um, 
I don't I think that her that chances are that bad. But I here's my thought on Bassett. I do think she has that juice. She's she, she's she has this forward momentum. She's been picking up awards. She's yeah. been picking up nominations. Yeah. I think it's her time. This is a Marissa Tomei moment, I think. Yeah. For Carrie Condon. Oh, the wait. The sc- so you think the, uh, the, uh, they're going to mistakenly hand her, uh, the, the Carrie Condon, the award over Bassett? <laughs> well, isn't, isn't that the controversy? Is like everybody thought well, that, but it, no, I mean, it's see, not now true. It's, right? it's not true. I'm, I'm joking when I say that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the controversy is. I, and I, I looked this up because I recently watched My Cousin Vinny for the first time and I looked it up. But come on. That performance, Marissa Tomei's she's performance awesome. in My Cousin Vinny, she's great. It's, it's, I think it's because like the Oscars, the Academy voting body still, to this day, has this fucking thing against comedic performances. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at these movies. None of them are funny. I'm not laughing. Banshees is an extremely funny movie. Everything everywhere all at once is a funny movie. (laughs) Three out of the five are comedies. As as soon as I said that, I'm like, oh, I'm wrong. wrong. (laughs) But okay, let me. I know you're. Let me backtrack and say, in that particular year, I forget what year it was when My Cousin Vinny came out. Yes, her performance, Marissa Tomei's, was like. The, the most comedic, the least serious of the bunch, but it was still an excellent performance. And I don't know how the rumor got started, but apparently the conspiracy is the presenter a- accidentally read the wrong name and gave Marissa Tomei the award over somebody else. But yeah, there's no way that's true. So yeah, it's bullshit. Marissa Tomei deserved that. We love you, Marissa uh, oh, Tomei. We also R-I-P-M-A. love the TFS Awards. Supporting actress nominees, uh, we got Carrie Condon, we got Stephanie Sue, and that's where it stops because we also got in, instead of Hong Chu, instead of Angela Bassett, instead of Jamie Lee Curtis, we have Janelle Monet in Glass Onion, we have Kiki Palmer from Nope, we have Kristen Stewart in Crimes of the Future. This category, I like ours more. This category is 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 crazy, man. It's crazy, crazy. Janelle Monet, I love that she's in there. Uh, and Kiki Palmer, fantastic. Kristen Stewart, love it. What are you doing here? I love it though. So yeah, I, I'm on board. The TFS Awards, once again. Haven't we haven't we had uh, issues in the past with uh, K Stew or K Stew fans <laughs> coming yeah. in the stuff ballots? I'm I'm gonna be honest, and we're two hours deep into this podcast. So for anybody listening, still listening, this is just for you. I wasn't aware of ballot stuffing because Marcus was saying in the past, yes, there have, been, there have been instances of Robert Pattinson fans, of Kristen Stewart fans voting uh, multiple times in the TFS awards. But in the last few years, I have added like email verification, uh, like more security blocks. So people can't vote more than once. And I've tried to make it harder for those people to, to ballot stuff. I did not double check this year if anybody did. So if you voted <laughs> more than once for Kristen Stewart, congratulations, you won. Uh, but hey, I, 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 I put her on my list for Best Supporting Actress, right? A few weeks ago. I think I did that. Yeah, I, so I think I, I, she was like a, she was close for me. Yeah. 
And I, I think other people in the Discord picked her too. So they're, they're fans. It's, just, it's just not a total surprise. I think it's good. No, That's, I like it. Uh, I like this nomination. Yeah. I think she's yeah, crazy. It's, a solid nomination. it's yeah, cool. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, next category. Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, what do we got here? This one's yours. Here are your Best Supporting Actor nominees. Brendan Gleeson, The Banshees of Inishirin. Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway. Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans. Barry Keegan, The Banshees of Inishirin. Kai Hu Kwan, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I'm going to go with the... Uh, oh, oh, and my thoughts overall. I mean, Judd Hirsch. If I have to pick somebody Come from on. the... Fi- if I have to pick somebody from the Fablemans Come in on. this category, I gotta go with Dano. My I why mean, wouldn't uh, you? Uh, my uh, boy well, Dano. Yeah, John Hirsch is great in his couple scenes, but like yeah, you know. he's in he's in for like two or three scenes, like for for like five minutes total. He's good, but Paul he's, Dano he supports five minutes of that movie. Paul Dano supports the whole the entire movie. thing. I think he's uh, he's basically in like eighty five percent of that movie. Paul Dano is, and and even when he's not on screen, you feel his presence. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. So what does Paul Dano have to do to get nominated? I don't know what I think he he's going to gonna have to get beat to death by another uh, bowling pin. <laughs> he's been beaten on. Take. He's been beaten on screen by Dano Day Lewis, by Robert Pattinson, <laughs> by uh, uh, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 Seth Rogen, uh, by way of cucking him on screen. Um, Paul Dano's been through the been through the ringer, and yet not a single nomination. It's insane. Kai Kwan. What's this cucking business? <laughs> Is that what a reference to? <laughs> that's the that's the plot of, of Fablemans. Seth Rogen cucks Paul oh, Dano. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you're right. I wasn't. The, yeah, I went with Kai Kwan. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah. I you're gonna go with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I'm not definitely it's not other way. Uh, that one's a lock, but. Uh, yeah, good, good nominees. I'm sure by our t- by Brian Tyree Henry's Graydon Causeway. I'm sure. I believe it. I'll see. Um, it. I'm I'm glad both of our Banshees boys got in there. I'm especially a fan of Barry Keegan's performance. Feels weird. It feels it feels like this should have been Brendan Gleeson's to take home, and it's not. It's it's a uh, he he lost momentum. Kehoe Khan just picked it up. Yeah, I, yeah. He fumbled you're, you're the ball right. somewhere along the way, and Kohei Kwan picked it up, and he's like. I'm taking it to the end zone, baby. You're right. Brendan Gleeson did. It did feel like he was. It was his uh, uh, from the start, from the jump. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Kehi Kwan came. He did a reach around and said, "Nope, I'll take that." He did a reach around. Yeah, he did a reach around. Um, our one difference: uh, we did not nominate. Uh, I mean, we had two differences. We did not nominate Judd Hirsch. Or uh, Brian Tyree Henry, but we did nominate Brendan Gleeson, or no, Paul Dano <laughs> in The Fablemans and Stephen Young in Nope. Uh, very cool for us to do that. Congrats yeah, us. I think so. Definitely the Paul Dano thing. I, I just went through my reasons of, uh, uh, you know, Paul Dano deserves a, a nomination and TFS Awards. We got him one. So, Paul Dano, your dreams have come true. The Talk Film Society Awards. He goes, he goes, oh boy, I'm a nominee at the Talk Film Society Awards. I'm retiring. Steven Young. Best actress. <laughs> okay. To be handed out by the best actor of last year. 
Who was it? Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. This is a good game. I don't know either. Best actor last year. Wait a second. Wasn't Was it not... Or was that two years ago? Was it Mr. Tony Hopkins? That was that was two, two years, years ago. ago yeah. Who was last year then? Uh, Gary uh, Oldman. No, that was no. like six years ago. <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's think about the old, let's think about the the movies from last year. Name a movie from last year. Yeah, definitely, I can do that. Uh, uh, come on, come on, Dune. Card counter. Um, the card counter um in the heights in yeah uh halloween kills cruella um i've run out i can't think of any more king richard will smith he's not going to present will this award. Oh, <laughs> back to the best actress presented by jimmy kimmel Jimmy, give us, give us. Uh, no, I hate this. Do you know why I hate this? <laughs> Who's going to... Uh, okay, listen. Chris Rock. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. If it's Chris Rock, I'm done. I'm retired. Yeah, that sucks. This this was, that'll sucks. be it for me. I mean, whatever. But I, I, I hope it's somebody that's on the caliber of, like, best actor, winner. Uh, get, get who? Okay, how about the, how about this game? Who'd be a good like replacement? Who who'd be like, you know, uh, 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 you'd be like, oh, perfect. He's he's presenting the award to the best actress this year. Um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. You know what? Yeah, perfect. DiCaprio. Get DiCaprio there. Prestigious. Good. Done. Uh, yeah, means? presenting to potentially. Kate Blanchett in Tar, Anna Diarmas in Blonde, Andrea Riseborough in Two Leslie, <laughs> Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, Michelle Yao in Everything Everywhere All at Once. A lot of Michelles in this category. So many Michelles. Two. Two fifths of this, 40% of this list is Michelles. Uh, I'm very happy that Anna Diarmas got in here. I kind of didn't think it would happen, but I'm very glad that they. Uh, they recognized a madcap performance for the ages. One for the one for the history books and uh, the the history books because that that director is such an awful man. I think Kate Blanchett is going to win this one. You think Kate Blanchett? All right. Now we're we're getting into territory of we've we've done this before. I just realized. Um. I don't remember what I... Oh, I do remember what I said. We both said Cape Blanchett. We both said Cape Blanchett, huh? Will I say Cape Blanchett now? You know what? I'm going to throw a curveball. Pardon me wanting to change. I'm going to throw a curveball. See this? See this? Throwing a curveball. You can't see this, can you? I can see it. I'm going to go with Michelle Yao. Marcella? You're wild for this one. Uh, I am. You know what? As of today, and things could change again. We'll we'll look back at we'll, we'll look back at this and say you fucking idiots. But for right now, Michelle Yeoh, I believe is going to win the Best Actress Oscar. For uh, there, there's even a little bit of part of me that's like Michelle Williams. Yeah, she could. You know what? What could happen is it could be a like a like a face off between Blanchett and Yeoh, 
And then who's yeah. going to come in and do a reach around and, and, and get the award at the end? Michelle Williams. That, that could, that could possibly happen. There, there is just that little bit of part of me that is like, I want, I want to say Michelle Williams. She's giving me, she's absolutely serving right now. Yeah. Um, and we have to talk about this because we've talked about it all season long. <laughs> Andrea Riseborough from Two Leslie. I mean, we, we can't go a single episode without talking about Two Leslie. We're, right? we're, it's 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 the movie on everybody's lips this Oscar season. It really is. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I've I've been saying it. It's my favorite film of last year. I think yeah. that if you haven't heard of Two Leslie, I think you're an elitist prick. Yeah. Uh, who actually knows nothing hell. about movies? Yeah. Um, and you will die in hell. Two Leslie. Okay, here's what's happening with Two Leslie, or here's what happened. Here's the breakdown, and I know this because what happened to Leslie. Here's ha- here's what happened to Leslie. Is this to Leslie? Nope. No, surprisingly. Hmm. So to Leslie, I kn- I knew about it before all of this happened. Okay. Sorry to burst your bubble, Marcus, because I I've known about this movie for months. Um, Years. But, no, it was just just a few months. Uh, back in oh, gotcha. well, actually almost a year. Because uh, I think it it, uh, it was playing at South by Southwest 2022. I don't care. Say your thing. I th- I'm trying to say it, Marcus. So I heard about this movie <laughs> March 2022 because it was playing at South hey, Southwest. Hey, Marcella heard about this movie, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to what finish my thought. What the fuck do you want, dude? So, so to Leslie, to me, felt like a movie that just disappears after playing at a festival. It happens to to thousands of movies uh, uh, Every over day. the course Every basically every day. Every day there's a film festival. Every day there's a festival that plays hundreds of movies. And how many of those movies will Marcus Irving see? What's your name, Marcus Irving? <laughs> yeah, like four, probably. Yeah, how many of those will you see? Four, three, five, six. Like maybe on a good one. On a good one, five. So I didn't even see Two Leslie at South by Southwest, and I saw like thirty movies. At South by Southwest last year, I saw it on the schedule, and I was like, "Oh, Andrea Riseborough, lover, uh, 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 so great and everything. I want to see this, but I didn't get a chance to see it." Cut to two weeks ago, when I'm like, "Why are people talking about this movie? It it just disappeared. <laughs> it, it happens. Nobody. Yeah. It, it, this never happens." A movie like Two Leslie that just pops seemingly out of nowhere only because she's been campaigning herself for the Oscar. She's been presumably going to her celebrity friends saying, hey, do me a favor, you know, get get my name in there. There was uh, this whole weird thing on Twitter where like a few celebrities were like tweeted like almost word for word the exact same thing about her in Two Leslie. Yes. Uh and I think that was all a very calculated move on Riceboro's parts and her PR team, presumably, just to get people to either see the movie or vote for the movie or see like, and vote for it. Or like it had already been seen and voted for. And they're like, this could probably happen. Let's make sure people have heard about the movies <laughs> somewhat. Yeah. yeah. So, so to so me, they're it's not totally blindsided. So to me, it's not a case of like a movie coming out of nowhere. It's a case of like a a, a very smart actress uh, playing the game 
perfectly so that she got a nomination. Like she got in. Like there's there's she I mean, killed she she killed the king with a pawn. Yeah. So and, and so <laughs> what? <laughs> she, so yeah, she she killed the king with a pawn. <laughs> Anyway, pawn 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 h three to <laughs> to king knight d four. <laughs> yeah, and uh, to Leslie, uh, we say we salute you. <laughs> you did it, to Leslie. We all know who you are now, and now we have to watch the movie. Which hey, I think it's I think it's a good movie. I haven't seen it. I, I I'm assuming it's good, but I think I it's think the it, best movie ever made. Um, I, I do think it's funny that. This happened because she 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 did it's it. Funny. I'll just say it again. She won. Uh, all right, we picked our picks. Uh, TFS yeah, what awards. are our differences from the? We we kept Kate Blanchett. We kept both of the Michelles. We love, but Michelle's. we swapped out Anna Diarmas for Maya Goth in Pearl, and we swapped out on somehow we didn't nominate Andrea Riseborough, but we did nominate Tong Wei from Decision to Leave. Now yep. look, my performance of the year, Anna Diarmas in Blonde. Um, so I'm going with the Oscars here. I think they win. Just because of that little fact, even though ours overall, I think, Fair. is a more well-rounded list. Fair. Um, I, if we're picking, I guess that's what we're doing now. I, I, I do like the fact that Tong Wei in Decision to Leave, uh, that's on the TFS Awards. Um, and I love Mia Goth and Pearl. That's one of my favorite performances of the year. I'm going to go with the TFS Awards. I haven't seen Blonde yet. That's one, cool. one. We'll have to break the tie later. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> It's <laughs> all right, Marcelo. Uh, final category before the final category before the big one. <laughs> the final one before the final two. Here we go. <laughs> Best actor presented Austin by Butler. presented by Avion Water. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no. Presented by uh, who was the best actress last year? Jessica Chastain. Oh, yes, that. you're right. Wow. I know that because literally I have her picture holding an Oscar as my cell phone wallpaper. <laughs> I, I have confessed. I'm a cute little look. <laughs> Go to hell. All right. Best actor. <laughs> Austin Butler for Elvis. Colin Farrell, the Banshees of Inishirin. Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Paul Mescal for After Sun. And Bill Nye for living. Oof. What up? What, okay, this one. This one's intense. Fucking powerhouses Holy here. Holy sh- Bill Nye from the top rope. Holy Paul sh- Mescal coming Mescal. in with the steel chair. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. He's on fire. <laughs> he lit himself on fire he lit to do on a spear. <laughs> Colin Farrell's on the hell in a cell. Colin Farrell, he's trying the work. He's got. He's trying the roll up with the with his feet on the ropes. Austin Butler, the Stone Cold Stunner on the on the Undertaker. Oh no, <laughs> he's the champion. Austin Butler is your new champion. Is <laughs> your new best actor. Uh, <laughs> but 
this is this is a Royal Wumble here. This is great who's, who's going to be cat. the king of the ring? I don't know. I think it God. could go one of three ways. Uh, sorry to Paul Mescal. No shit. It's going to be either Butler, Farrell, or Frazier, right? Yeah, exactly. I uh, uh, there's a chance. I I don't know how big the push for Bill Nye is really. Like, f- the, there's a chance this is a career award winner guy that 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 nobody's really expecting. Um, kind of like a Anthony Hopkins a couple years ago, but although Bill Nye was never nominated, this is his first nomination. Yeah, first yeah, exactly. That's yeah, Bill Nye. This is his first nomination and first win. Um, best actor, but in my head, I want this to be a 33-33-33 race. And I said Kate Blanchett first last time. I want you to say first this time. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is a three-way race. You know what? Oh, man, this is tough. This is tough. Oh, God, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm gonna go with Colin Farrell. Wow! Yeah. Wow! I didn't expect that from a Marcelo Pico. Hey, tonight it's a special night. It's Oscar's biggest night. It is Oscar's biggest night, isn't it? It is Oscar. Yeah, the 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 night of the nominations. This is Oscar's <laughs> biggest night. The biggest night. But no, I, just, just, no, hold on. Just yeah. imagine. Imagine what these five men are doing right now, having learned that they got nominated for Oscars. Now, I think Farrell, like first time staring, nominated. Frazier, I think they're all sitting time. at a computer staring at a picture of an Oscar <laughs> and screaming, that should be mine. <laughs> I, well, I, I think these are all first-time Oscar nominees, which is wild. Bill Nye, yeah, Mescal, Frazier, Farrell, Butler. Uh, there anyway, was a stat. Enough. I put it in the Discord. It was like sixteen of the twenty nominations yeah. are all first timers. That's that's cool. Wild stuff. Enough jibber jabber, Marcus. Who you picking? <laughs> Fuck you. Um, God damn. Okay, look. I want Austin Butler so bad to win. Um, I want I want him <laughs> to win to be mine. Okay. Uh, Brendan Fraser, I think that's the ultimate feel-good story here. Um, and for a while, I kind of thought it was his to his to lose. But yeah, dude, I think there's just something about they're gonna. Ca- I think they're gonna call in Farrell here. Oh wow, you're going with there's Farrell. just there's just something about him this year. I'm feeling it. I'm just feeling it for the big dog. And what 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 a presence he has in that film! What a great performance! What a what a cheery performance that turns into something slightly more menacing. I changed it. I, w- I went with Frazier. You went with Frazier. He went with the feel good story. You you convinced me because I I do think for as and uh, they both have varying degrees of feel good stories. Feral story. Of his like last twenty years now being sober, seemingly a so much better person in real life. Yeah, right. Yeah, an amazing actor. Uh, he's he's done the he, he's done the work. He's done so many great performances. Frazier though, he also has such a compelling story. Again, folks, it's about the politics. Okay, we just spent ten minutes on Andrea Riceboro and how she got in. Right. Another way of doing it is having a story like Frazier's, which 
is is I don't want to diminish the story by saying it's just a story. It's the real life. That plays a factor into it. It has to in the awards like this. It's kind of fucked up now I think about it. Really, it's fucked up. But it's fucked. It's really it's extremely fucked. I'll give him credit though. The whale, his performance of that is pretty damn good. So as much as I don't like the whale, if he wins, good for him. Uh, and I hope he gets more roles that suit him and he's, he has a nice, lustrous career, if he wins or not. But I have a feeling now, you've convinced me, Marcus, yes, I think Frazier might take it as of this recording. I, I will not be upset either way that that 33 split goes. I will be mildly upset if Bill Nye takes it. <laughs> well, um, and I, I'll be I'll be okay with it. I, I'm going to see that movie this weekend because living, I didn't think it was a real movie. Uh, but apparently it's playing here in town this weekend, so I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna judge for myself. He may be very, he may be great in it. Who knows? But yeah, it has the feeling now of like he's been around for so long. He's done so much great work. Now we gotta recognize. He might die him. soon. He might die. <laughs> Let's hope not. I know. <laughs> listen, Marcus. I know we joke around a lot. It's almost been three hours. I just don't want to joke about Bill Nye dying. Okay, that's the one thing. No, I, I, the the man from. That Christmas movie. The man from that Christmas movie. I would never wish that him to die. Yeah, Love Love Actually. He's like the worst part of that movie. (laughs) I love him. Marcelo, I think it's time for us to talk about our nominations. I forgot about that. Uh, We nominated Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Brendan Fraser, all the same. But we swapped out a couple. And I think we made... Almost a better list, if not a better list. We said Daniel Kaluuya for Nope. That, oh, hey, buddy, I think that makes it a little better. (laughs) And Gabrielle LaBelle for The Fablemans. uh, My second favorite childhood performance of the year. Um, Love that kid in that film. So good. Does a fantastic job. Say that again. You love that kid. I love that kid in that film. Okay, in that film. Um, now, I wish we also could have squeezed in Paul Mescal there, because uh, that seems like a very great performance from everything I've seen. Um, but we didn't do it. But it's okay, because Daniel Kluge is fucking great. Gabrielle Bell is pretty fucking great. I will so, say, you know what? I'm giving, I'm giving our points to TFS. A peek behind the curtain. Paul Mescal was in the running, but he did not make the top five. I'm sure he was. TFS awards. Um, it, I mean, Marcus, I recommend After Sun uh, wholeheartedly. I'm sure I've said that to you before. I'm, yeah, I no, you don't. You don't have to convince me on after some. Marcus, I'm I'm really excited. Trust me here, it. Marcus. Hey, listen <laughs> to me, Marcus. I'm your friend. Watch after some, please. Okay, um, I think it's time we moved on. Uh, before we move on, I wanted to say one thing. I I do think the best actor category for TFS awards is a little bit better. Uh, although I love I, agree. I love Paul Mescal in After Sun. Um, but no, I, hey, the the big surprise for me, it's a good surprise, is seeing that kid, Gabriel LaBelle, in, in The Fablements being nominated for, for the TFS Awards. Uh, I didn't expect it. Glad he's in there. Same goes with uh, Daniel Kaluuya. I, I mean, I, I knew he was great. Didn't expect him to be here in this category for the TFS Awards, but good. Now we can move on. But good. But good. But good. Um, best director. This is it. It's all on you, buddy. This is it. Being presented by Will Smith. Um, Martin, 
Uh, okay, they nominated <laughs> Martin. Here's who they nominated. They nominated Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Ina Sheeran. Ina Sheeran. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinhardt for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Steven Spielberg for the Fablemans. Todd Field for Tar. Ruben Ostland. Triangle of Sadness. Oh, boy. Hot. We want to talk about hot cats, Marcelo. You want to talk to me about hot cats right now? I think this cat is flaming. This cat's on fire, baby. Marcus, call this. On fire. Marcus, call this cat Cheetos because it's flaming hot. We got to call in the fire department the uh, and the FBI to put out this fire. Steven um, Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, yeah. Uh, see, here, here's, uh, here's, here's something that went through my head. I think I picked Martin McDonough for screenplay. Um, and in my thought process, both of these two men, Steven Spielberg and Martin McDonough, they're walking away with an Oscar this yeah, on yeah. this night. I just don't know. I, I think it could, I think it could be flipped for some weird ass reason, but I'm going for saying Steven Spielberg. Um, he's kicking, he's kicking that co-writer to the curb and he's taking, he's taking the award for himself. Uh, the, what's he known for? What's Steven Spielberg known for? Oh, I'm the best writer in the world. I don't think so. I think you're the best director in the world, asshole. So, so yeah. I'll, I, hey, look, I, I'm going to say this, though. I would not be surprised if the Daniels, like, somehow dick their way on stage there. Yeah. What you mean, like, after Spielberg gets announced as a winner, then the Daniels Yeah, they, come they up? run up there and they just, like pull his pants down to prank him or something. Then they pull out a dildo and just slap his face around with it. Yeah. Yeah. You've had some words. Yeah. What do we got? Oh, so instead of Mark McDonough, instead of, uh, Ruben Ostlund, uh, I think that's it. We have James Cameron for avatar. We have Jordan Peele for Nope. So Jordan Peele comes right in there. Best director slot for TFS awards. James Cameron, King of the world. Right, right in there. Yeah. James Cameron not being nominated for director is bananas. I'm sure he was like number six, number seven on the ballot I mean, uh, for the Oscars. I, I, I have to think so. Cause come on. Uh, the movie think, is incredible. Uh, and also he did it. He fucking did it. I, I think, I think his achievement is as impressive and I think it is as big and as stupid a flub it, snub whatever as uh richard linklater not winning for boyhood <laughs> like just not nominating james cameron here is stupid and like oh man i don't know dude maybe you disagree with me on the boyhood thing but like that year when boyhood lost to fucking birdman man right like, i come on. Come i, on, I did not uh, enjoy that year actually that was i think that was the first year no 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 sorry that was the second year of the TFS Awards, I think. Uh, because first year was Her, that won Best Film. And then the year after that was Boyhood, that won the TFS Awards Best Film. Uh, hey, we got it right back then. Um, but no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mostly with you. I, I, I don't know. James Cameron not being nominated doesn't make sense. Although I do think Mark McDonough, the Daniels, Spielberg, Field, 
think they all really deserve to be in there. And then Ostland for sadness, the triangle of that was maybe that that's the fifth slot. And uh, I don't know. I, he, yeah, I, yeah, he wasn't, I'd, he I'd, wasn't nominated for uh, his other two movies. Was he like, he didn't get a nomination for force majeure or Ostland. Uh, I don't think so. No, the squares. This, his other movie? this might be his first. I have his page open. Cause I just looked it up. I looked up where he's from this bastard. Um, Swedish son of a bitch. Uh, as I look through that, yes, he's been nominated for two Oscars. For wow, wait a second, this can't be right. He's only been nominated twice this year. That's it for screenplay, screenplay yeah. and directing. He hasn't been nominated. He has not been nominated uh, before. Maybe maybe this is a just a, rec- a general recognition. Well, yeah, he's he's done some great movies. Yeah. I mean, we've gone through it. The one that Will Ferrell remade, The Square, The Rest, The Rest, <laughs> Triangle of Sadness. Um, um, I like our nominations just slightly more. Yeah, uh, we got we got the J got the J dog in there. We got Cam dog. We got both the J dogs in there. We got the Jordan. We got the James. This is it. All right. This is it. Final We're category. Here. Best picture of the year. My turn, right? It's hey. We're, uh, yeah, we we're, we're, go. We we switch off. You want to switch off? Okay. Yeah. I, I'm I'm losing my shit right now. I'm I'm on the edge. Here we go. <laughs> I'm edging. <laughs> I'm edging right now. <laughs> I'm edging right. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Best picture Oscars. Jimmy Kimmel hosting. Will Smith will not be there. Here we go. The nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water. The Banshees of Inishirin. Elvis. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. The Fablemans? Tar. Top Gun. Maverick. Triangle of Sadness. Women Talking. (laughs) Um, so three hours ago we talked about on the western front (laughs) yeah we should have done should we take that again should i just say all quiet on the western front no let's not do it again (laughs) we talked we talked about this three hours ago we talked about learn how to speak navi to say the avatar way of water uh i see you i see Is, is that what they say in that movie i see you and then the whale says, you know, you haven't seen it yet, Marcus. God damn it. You haven't seen Way of Water. Oh, and you need, you, uh, do, do an Irish accent for Banshees. That was yours. The Banshees have been a shield. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Everything ever all at once. That's what I'm picking to win best picture. Wow. Okay. Um, straight for it. Straight for the gullet. Marcel, you know what I think is going to win best picture? What's going to win best picture? I've been saying it for a while. I think Top Gun Maverick's going to take it. Oh, whoa. Oh, buddy. Oh, this man. might, this seems, maybe this is my hottest pick yet. But I think Top Gun Maverick is going to take it. Uh, you know what? I said the same thing a few months ago. I said, I, I told this theory to somebody who I'm not seeing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the first and last date 
several months ago. I was maybe this is why I went on a ten minute rant <laughs> of why I thought Top Gun Maverick was going to win Best Picture. <laughs> I go listen, <laughs> Tom Cruise was right in holding it back for two years. He released it at the right time. It brought people back into the theater. It was a huge hit. Nobody really thought it was going to be that big of a hit, but Tom Cruise proved them all wrong. Uh, it's 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 like a five quadrant film. Uh, it, it caters to all audiences, like beyond yeah. I think any other film in this in this category. I think it like covers. Uh, yes. I, I think I think it's beloved. Few people I've run into don't like it. A lot of people love yeah. it. More so than than Tar, uh, Avatar, Banshees. Although I haven't heard too many people say bad things about Banshees. Like that that one. You know what? If I were ha- if I were to have a second pick, it'd probably be Banshees. Maybe that'll sneak in and win Best Picture. Who knows? But I'm I'm kind of with you with Top Gun. I would not be surprised with that one Best Picture. Because I hey I, My- I, I I said that myself a few months ago. But right now I'm, I'm feeling everything everywhere might pull it off. My uh, my reasoning is mostly we know that they do not have the most diverse um, voting body there. And I am thinking uh, the old white men will like Top Gun Maverick the most of all of these films. Uh, sincerely, that's my main like uh, you said at the five quadrant thing. It It is a beloved movie. I think it's an important movie this year. I think uh I think the 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 capitalists are going to love it and they're going to vote for it. I think the 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 old guys are like, "Damn, what that's a war picture." I think the people that are like can see the art artistry behind it, I think they would vote for it even though there's probably another there's a couple other they might vote for it above it. And and I think the the film just to me is is this just uh, and this is just my personal read. I've never seen anybody else say this, but this feels like a celebration of Tom Cruise as the actor that he is, and a sell and like a a passing of the torch to the next generation of uh, film stars, and like not necessarily that that's the biggest Oscar bait there is. I mean, Tom Cruise didn't get nominated for best actor or anything, but like I don't know. I I I just I still see it. I still see it. Um, I agree with you a little bit that I was feeling more gung ho about that choice a month or two ago, but like I see it, I see it happening. Top Gun Maverick takes it home. Yeah, you know, um, can't wait to see your face when you're wrong. I want you to video chat as the Oscars are playing, and I want you to see Top Gun Maverick lose the Best Picture Oscar. Marcus, I will uh, full on sob. <laughs> Um, in all seriousness, this is the most exciting. This is why this is Oscars' biggest night. Anything this is can why this is Oscars. <laughs> this is why this. This is why this is Oscars. Anything can happen, folks. I I can see a pathway to victory for Banshees, for Everything Everywhere, for Fablemans, for Top Gun, for Tar. Hey, women talking. That may even be a sort of a coda esque. So if like, hey, nobody saw this coming, and then boom, best picture winner. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, less so I, for yeah. less so for all quiet. I don't see that winning, in my honest opinion. Triangle of Sadness, yeah. less so. Elvis, Elvis is a long shot. But imagine if that won it, best picture. That would wow. That'd be that, dope I, as hell. Oh, oof. I mean, I, I say often like the Oscars are not cool enough to to give Elvis the best picture uh, Oscar. Yeah, 
<laughs> Thank you very much. Take this Oscar. <laughs> Put it in my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Bacon and uh, bananas. I'm putting bananas on top of the Oscar and eat it. <clears throat> the TFS Awards. Okay, so we got Avatar. Stay away from me. I'll shoot you with my gun. <laughs> They're trying to kill me. <laughs> Colonel Tom Parker's trying to take away my Oscar. <laughs> Where's your visa, you son of a bitch? my favorite line of, that's honestly my favorite line in the movie when Butler is like you don't have, you don't even have a you don't have a visa you son of a bitch <laughs> it's amazing I'm taking I'm taking this Oscar on a world tour finally <laughs> but Colonel Tom Parker doesn't want me to go on this world tour he says they're trying to kill me alright that's enough Austin Butler impression okay TFS awards All right, Tom, t- uh, Tom Hanks impressions uh, <laughs> Colonel impressions uh <laughs> Well, see here now. Oh, this uh, now, now, now. Th- I think that uh, this uh, this uh, Oscar it it, uh, it belongs. To, it's both of ours, right? <laughs> you you're like me. You're like a child. I can't do it. I can't do Tom Hanks. In that movie. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> I was. Uh, this is this is severely off the rails. But I'll say this: one of the funniest things I heard on a podcast last year. Was like uh, it's behind the paywall, I think, at Comedy Bang Bang. Paul uh, Paul F. Tompkins does a Colonel Tom Parker impression. Yeah, at a live show, uh, I forget where. And Scott Ackerman, at that point, had not seen Elvis, so he had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> but I got a kick of <laughs> uh, Paul F. Tompkins doing a Colonel Tom Parker impression. A uh, Tom Hanks that, as that's, Tom Parker. That, that that's up there with his genius choices, like his. Uh, when he did the Red Dead Redemption Two character, yeah, which I still, I'm still so unsure about. I'm like, what is that? It's uh, so funny because he was like shouting. He's like, hey, what, 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 what name was he shouting? He was like shouting. At I wish I could. Re- I oh, wish God. I could remember. Anyway, uh, coming uh, bang bang so heads now. Uh, all right, let's end this. I really want to end this. TFS Awards. So we have Avatar, Banshees, Everything Everywhere, Fablemans, Top Gun Maverick. That's where it ends, because instead of all those other ones we have, The Batman, The Menu, Nope, RRR, and... Wait, that's it. Oh, Tar is the same, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, we're we're missing Elvis, and I don't like that. Elvis. Yeah, you know what? We do have RRR. Here's the thing about Elvis and the TFS Awards. TFS Awards voters, I didn't really care for Elvis as much as I think you and I and the Oscar body did um yeah, fair enough which is my you know what that you know we don't have to love everything whatever um yeah i would have liked to have had elvis in the tfs awards best film category but that's fine hey we have rrr we have that weird ass swerve of the menu which the I menu which we, we talked about it earlier on three hours ago uh <laughs> i do like it it is one of those curveballs it's the mother of this year like I said, the Mother, as far as I know, was the only TFS Awards Best Picture nominee that didn't get any other nomination that year. Same with the menu. Uh, but hey, uh, who's going to win the TFS Awards for Best Film? Only you can decide that, listeners. TalkFilmSociety.com slash TFS Awards. We did it, Marcus. That's what... That's Yeah, we did it. Uh, and uh, now that... 
our biggest day has come. Um, what are we, what are we going to do next? I don't, I honestly do not know. Well, I, there was at least one, uh, I um, go on. No, <laughs> you want to end the show now? You want to end the series right now? <laughs> this is no, it. Right, this, no. The final episode. This is it. This, this is it. Uh, no, we don't know what we're going to do next episode. Uh, we'll, we're going to keep the next episode at like an hour, not three hours. Uh, that's my goal. Yeah, this is our mega mega supersode where we're like it's got to be big. It's it's gonna uh, be in our in our next one of these. It'll be we'll do one more big ass one that's for the Oscars itself, but uh, and well, the TFS awards itself. Yeah, but, on, uh, yeah, on the docket. Yeah, it, like you said, the Oscars uh, recap that'll be big, and the TFS awards winners announcements that'll be big. I think those will be two separate episodes. But that's at the end of the line. That's that. Those are the two season finales. Those, that's the two-parter season finale of this. But for now, this is like the mid-season finale. Although we'll be back next week with something. Uh, we have to get to the Discord picks. We asked a question. We'll address that next oh, episode. God, are we doing that? We're not doing that now. <laughs> okay. We're not going to. No, we got, we're not going to stretch. You're not going to stretch this out anymore. It's three hours. Uh, well, yeah, saying, come join the Discord, talkfilmsociety.com slash Discord. Uh, yeah. Fun place. Talk about shit. Yeah. You know, cool Super fun. In there. Uh, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, plugs. Film. Uh, Patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Follow Gunkblader. Follow me, Marcelo Babylon Pico, on Twitter. Uh, I'm not on Instagram uh, right now. I'm taking a break from that. Don't even bother. Uh, anything else, Marcus? Uh, yeah, I just encourage everybody to go out there and just watch film. Watch film. Uh, celebrate film with your loved ones. Cinema. If- go go out to your nearest cinema and just stand outside and appreciate the architecture of the building. Marcus. And that's all I ask. In our seriousness, if there's one film you want people to see right now, what would it be? We're all going to the World's Fair. <laughs> Has nothing to do with these awards. I just want to keep pumping that film. Not a s- um, if, that, if that includes me, what is my most wanted movie to watch? It's another one. But uh, we don't have to plug that. So, Oh, I see. Oh, uh, Go watch We're All Going to the World's Fair. That's yeah. my favorite movie of last year. Not a single nomination in either the TFS Awards or the Oscars. Look, I didn't expect it, but like, it's a snubber fluff. I thought I, 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 I hoped a few people might nominate Anna Cobb. I put her as my number one. But Marcelo, what's your what's your one movie? <laughs> I want people to go watch Top Gun Maverick. What a movie! You know, what? I want people to go watch Avatar. Don't watch We're All Going to the World's Fair. <laughs> go watch Avatar. Go watch. One of the biggest movies of all time, Avatar. Yeah, I mean, Mar- Marcelo did Gun. it with Top Gun. Yeah, go do go do top. Go no, watch those two movies back to I'm, back. I'm I'm pulling your chain. Uh, honestly, if we're being honest here, uh, women talking. Uh, I want people to see that. It's nominated for Best Picture. More people are going to see it, so I'm happy about yeah, that. Yeah, I gotta watch it because it's in Best Picture. You I, got I'll to. watch all the. How many have how many have we seen so far? You've seen nine of them. I've seen I've seen Banshees, Elvis, everything, Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun. That's it. I gotta see Triangle, Avatar, All Quiet, and Women Talking. Yeah, and I'll do it. 
there's a very good chance I will have seen All Quiet on the Western Front by next episode. Boot up your Netflix accounts, folks. Why are we still talking? Marcus, thank you. Uh, man, did you have a good day? Did you think <laughs> this was fun? I see you at the movies. Nope, I never say that. All right, bye.